0: Welcome to the Jeff Gross Podcast. This episode is brought to you in partnership with Party Poker. Go to PartyPoker.com to play tournaments, cash games, and improve your poker game. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to hear all of my future episodes. All right. Welcome, everyone. We have another very special guest. This is podcast number 115, the man Frosty, also known as Aaron Puka, is in the house. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, Jeff. Thank you. Thank you for having me on your show hey thanks for coming i know uh we were just chatting a bit before you're uh you're young you're you're hungry you're a hard worker 22 years old and the pandemic has been very present basically right after you turn 21 so tell me a bit about that first of all how is it to be young and I, I don't know if you're single or not but how is it to be that that age and have uh to be in a pandemic what is it like
1: um honestly like it sucks you can't I just turned 21. I was telling you like four months before the pandemic started, I was looking forward to like going to bars, doing all these cool things. With my friends, we had like a big Vegas trip planned out and all that just kind of got thrown away now. And honestly, it just sucks. Like it feels like I'm wasting the best years of my life stuck at home, not being able to do anything.
0: But, and, and, yeah. and let me ask, so in terms of that, though, with, with your overall, you know, your day to day, because you are you stream, mm-hmm. you're, you're a big time gamer. Uh, and, and I guess in terms of pandemic life, I would think that your day to day may not be obviously going to bars, having people hanging out and all that, but it has your actual like overall kind of workflow and business and what you're doing is it changed that much or cuz like, cuz streaming you can stream though from your house or whatever so does it have you found it making you more focused and streaming more doing more content or has it been completely disruptive
1: um honestly at first i was always kind of like a uh, introverted person so i never really like went out much i did go out event like occasionally and but it was never really like a big part of my life so when the pandemic first started the whole quarantine thing it was like oh this is fine i'm like this is perfect for me. I'm a Twitch streamer. I stay inside anyways. I can stream all day. But then four or five months after that, then it came to the point where it's like, holy shit, like we're it's it's gonna be like this for a long time. Like the novelty of it kind of wore off a little bit and I started to miss some of the things that I might have taken for granted before that, before the pandemic started, like meeting up with friends, being able to see family whenever I wanted to, going to bars, all this other stuff. So, yeah, at first it was really nice for being a Twitch streamer, you know, viewership skyrocketed, subs, everything, like everything was doing really well. But then it started to affect me like personally, mentally, and it just kind of disrupted everything that I kind of had going on. And now I'm kind of working on getting myself to a place where I'm in a better better place mentally so I can continue to grind and, you know, reach my goals.
0: For sure. Yeah. Let's, since we're there, let's just talk about that a bit about sort of mental health and, and mindset. Cause you know, like I, I stream poker, it's, it's a little bit different than, than gaming. There's a delay. There's some, some nuances, mm-hmm. but ultimately, you know, it is a grind. You know, you're you talking to a computer or to, to a camera for, for two, five, 10, 12 hours. I don't know yeah. how long you normally stream and it's, it can get burnt out. I know a lot of people have got burnt out in poker. Mm-hmm. I know others, you know, gaming and, 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 and how do you avoid kind of getting burnt out? And, and do you, you know, talk to me a little about like mental health, what you've experienced and also what you kind of have noticed and, 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 have you made some adjustments since you started streaming in that regard?
1: Uh, yeah, it's mental health. And when it comes to like streaming and stuff like that, as a streamer, if I like, I feel, I personally feel a little bit guilty, like Complaining about my mental health because during this pandemic, you know, I have a job that I can still do. I have like all these things that other people don't have, and I don't want it to seem or feel like I'm taking them for granted. But when your job is to get online and entertain hundreds of people and like be happy and energetic and, you know, entertaining, it's really hard to do that when you're going through the same shit that everyone else is going through during this pandemic, you know, like it's just. Like we're all people, it weighs heavy on your, on your head kind of thing. And it's very hard to get on stream and act like, you know, you're happy and nothing's really going on and everything's just fine and dandy. But then on the other hand, you also feel like kind of guilty because your audience and community is kind of relying on you to get them through this pandemic. So then when you can't do that, it like just kind of adds up on top of that and just makes everything harder. But I'm kind of working through that right now and just trying to get myself to a place where I'm more comfortable, more happy and just can continue doing what I love to do. And, you know, I'll be there soon.
0: Yeah, it's a a great point you make, because that's something I think in poker, which you also do stream some. uh, which Mm -hmm. I can't wait to talk to you about your poker, uh, how much knowledge and and experience you have with that, because it's definitely a nice crossover with gaming. But it is kind of tricky, right, to like play for real money, play for prizes, stream, you know, play a game uh do that and then have people sort of watch like you're like exactly you say, you're trying to be happy upbeat you want to provide entertainment but it's sort of a fine line is that like should you be streaming should you be doing this and that i I got some feedback on that too and initially i wasn't really sure this was like maybe two three months in the pandemic i had a couple people say hey you know maybe you don't want to be playing for big money or like streaming mm-hmm. and like, you know, whatever. And, and then put out content like, ah, oh, look, you know, so it's, it's just tricky. Cause it's like part of it, I think though, at the same time, what, what do people want? You want the world to shut down? Should there be no sports? Should there be no entertainment? And then people are just stuck watching Netflix and reruns and, and going on. Yeah. Run, you know? So like, I think it actually for, a, for a content creator, and for a streamer, I think it is actually important, or you know, to do keep doing what you're doing and, and try to put on a good face and, and and provide some value and entertainment for people. So um, yeah, I, I'm I'm aligned, and I, I see the the sort of uh, conundrum there. Um, and, and tell me about give us a little background on yourself. So you're 22. Uh, you grew up your your Albanian background. When did you come, or were you born in the U.S. or did you? come um, us How did you get into streaming?
1: It was it's it's kind of like complicated, kind of a long story, really, but. Um, to keep it short, basically I was, my parents, my dad is, my dad is from Kosovo. My mom's from Albania and they had me when they moved to Germany. And then we moved back to Albania when I was like one or two years old. And then they left Albania to go to America. My brother and I stayed in Albania because we didn't have like, I don't know, like the whole immigration thing to go to America. So we grew up with our grandparents and then when I was about eight and a half nine years old my brother and i finally came to america and that's yeah, that's pretty much it and then when i was about 18 and i think i was a freshman in college i started streaming and my sophomore year of college streaming was picking up like really fast it became like a a really decent source of income for at least for somebody my age so i said fuck it i'm dropping out gonna pursue streaming full-time and then yeah, that's that's kind of it. Now we're here.
0: And and uh, w- when did you get your first kind of break and how did you get into it? Because, you know, the, the first steps are always the hardest. especially mean, mm-hmm. you see people doing it. You realize, all right, I need a camera. I need a mic. I need to learn OBS. Yes. Uh, were you already talented at a game or did you just
1: say, like, I'm going to. Um, games? It was it was one of those things where pretty much my entire life growing up, since I was like As young as I could remember, I always played video games. I love playing video games. And I was really into Call of Duty when I was a teenager, Like, like competitive Call of Duty and stuff. I would play like wager matches, game battles matches. You probably have no idea like what those are, but just competitive Call of Duty, like, you know, trying to become a professional Call of Duty player. And then I did that for about three or four years. And during that time, I also had a Twitter account where I would just kind of Posts like memes, you know, just like funny stuff, wild stuff, just anything like that. And I kind of grew like a little bit of a following during that. And everyone always told me like, oh, man, you should stream like you'd be a good streamer. I'd I'd love to watch you stream like this, this and that. And I couldn't do it at the time because I didn't have a good computer. I didn't have the money for a good computer. But then I ran into a little bit of money, bought a computer and I said, fuck it. I'll just I'll turn on the stream, see how it goes first stream i think there was maybe like seven ten people in there and we just you know we just had a good time playing video games talking and i like i kind of fell in love with it i just like it was it was a lot of fun and then i just kept doing it and slowly and slowly it kept growing and growing (laughs) yeah (laughs)
0: yeah that's that's awesome and, and how 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 fast was it though was it like a month in you were like holy shit like i'm i can do this for real or was there a point where like something was there a moment you went viral i see the spider-man clip uh which you know that, that was uh, my, my dad actually sent me some notes and this is <laughs> like uh, i watched the clip you know where it was pretty 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 crazy and you got a ton of views and did you have a moment like that because obviously this was not long ago so you already were established But yeah. had something that kind of that really jarred you up or a big host or something
1: some um Honestly, for me, one thing I'm always, like, I'll always be grateful about is that my, like, my, my rise in, in Twitch, it's always kind of been slow and gradual. And when I first started, like, like I said, it was around, like, the 5 to 15 viewer kind of mark. And then there wasn't really any big moment or anything like that. But as soon as, like, the community that I built on Twitter, when they started seeing me, like, take Twitch seriously... Because the first couple of streams, it was just like, oh, that's cool. Like he's streaming this and that. Like, you know, nobody really took it that seriously. Even I didn't take it that seriously. But as I kept doing it, like every day for, you know, weeks and weeks and stuff, more people started to be more supportive and more people tuned to the stream, and it just kind of like gradually, like you know, just gone up since then. With with streaming, one thing I've noticed is that the way you grow it's like it's consistent it's stagnant for a while but then something happens where it's either it's like a big event or you know something not that big but still like kind of gets your name out there people get excited about it stuff like that and then like my first big like I wouldn't say break but like my first big experience with like rapid growth like that is actually when I took a month off to go back to Albania to visit my family and my grandma and all the people over there. And I was freaking out because this was, I was maybe like three, four months into my like streaming career. And I was like, oh man, if I take a month long break right now, it's just going to like kill everything. Like no one's going to care about me when I come back, this and that. And like, I was freaking out the whole time. But then when I came back, like when I took this break, I was maybe getting like 50, 60 viewers. And then I come back and all of a sudden this like, stream has like 150 viewers now and it's like holy shit like this is i did not expect this the least i thought there was gonna be like maybe five people that tuned in here but then yeah after that i started averaging about like 100 ish viewers and then i applied for partner and i got denied the first time i applied for partner but i got it the second time and that was a that was a pretty big moment for me that
0: that's uh Yeah, I mean, and that's also part of it, right? It's like it it does all. I don't want to say the word trap, but does sometimes it feels like that because Twitch is so predicated on consistency. Mm -hmm. There's so many streamers now, so many talented people out there that that have shows like people. That they want to come in and watch they want to connect with someone talk with someone and sort of be there if you just disappear you're not doing you know x x schedule yeah it can easily kind of kind of kind of break up so uh that's interesting that you took a break and then went from there what, what was your peak streaming hours like because uh, like what was the most you were at? you stream five six seven days a week like what? Was um
1: your- back when i first started like the first year i was streaming i was doing like pretty much every single day like at least four hours four to eight hours i think i used to stream like 130 100 something hours per month kind of thing okay ever since then though it's it's kind of slowed down a lot just because i've been dealing with a lot of things personally and there's been a lot of things that have made it a lot harder to stream for that long for that amount of time but you know i'm hoping to get to a place where i can go back to that just kind of grind mode and just focus on my stream and just you know try to grow it as much as i can and just you know continue doing what i love that's awesome well again i want to mention
0: guys if you want to ask a question for frosty uh right here you can go to my pin tweet there's a 55 dollars ticket giveaway we're going to talk about poker here in a second and that is a courtesy of party poker we're going to give a uh, ticket away today so that's there and again we can jump over here and uh and here's here's the man right here so tell me frosty first of all what does this mean where did this come up
1: okay this is and what's this picture with steph curry what's going on here <laughs> that okay the header it was just kind of a meme that someone made uh i don't know There was like a video of me like you know one of those like basketball mini games where it's like you shoot the ball and there's like the net that brings it down yes yeah so we were at like we were at this house and they had one of those and my friend avalanche recorded a video of me like shooting hoops and we were kind of drunk and just messing around and stuff and then someone took a screenshot from that video and made that header and I don't know I just kinda of made it my header because it's funny. That's uh that's cool. The hundred thieves up there on the you
0: know on the whole thing. Looks,
1: uh, yeah, I, I had to
0: that's pretty it's cool. in my
1: contract requirement to put like a hundred thieves and the sponsors and stuff on there, and they made me a header and I was like, I'm not using that header, I'm keeping my header, I'll just add a hundred thieves and stuff to it. That's that's a <laughs> but, cool. yeah. You had to do uh yeah, Curry. Did, did Curry ever he
0: ever message you about that? You know? No, no. Nah, nah,
1: he's he's man, gotta, he's too ashamed to talk about it. ever since he happened. He hasn't right. been the same, you know. I'm gonna clarify with him if uh,
0: <laughs> he's uh he, he Wait, he a, follows guy. you? What? I'm just saying i g I'll have to clear it up if he if we hear about this, you know. We're gonna hey, uh, yo slap uh, go set, set
1: up a one v one between me and him. You can stream right.
0: it. I'll see uh <laughs> I'll see if he likes poker. Maybe I'll get a one on one in poker. Does he really? Yeah, he, he plays. I, I met him at the derby a few, like maybe 2014 or something, and then uh, he plays, man. He he does like a lot Damn. of a lot of those in the NBA people. You got to realize like this is what they do. They just gamble, whether it's poker, like eh, whatever, true, whatever. playing, true, it's like they mess around. There's some pretty crazy uh, gambling <laughs> stories out there. Um, I believe it. Yeah. So all right, tell me,
1: Frosty, what is Frosty? Okay. Like? Honestly, my first name, like online name that I made, because I I. Uh, this This happens in poker, too, where like people don't really use their like real names. They kind of like use you know like nicknames and gamer tags, right? Yeah, okay, yeah. So basically, that's how it is in the whole gaming world. Nobody uses their real name unless they're like big, famous, you know, but my first name that my brothers and I came up with, we were like ten years old. So our first name was super beastly ninety six ninety seven and I kind of kept that. I kind of kept that name going until like 13, 14. And then I was on a call of duty team, just me and a couple of friends. And they're like telling me like, bro, that name is dog shit. You got to change that and come up with a new one. And like, I agreed with them. I just didn't know what to make or what to change it to. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I was, <laughs> I just got into Wendy's that day and I was eating my Wendy's while I was on a call with them. And to my right, I had a Frosty and I was like, that's that's I a pretty cool name, that. and then I just kind of took it, and then really? I changed the Y to an E because I didn't want to get sued. So that's, that's where it came that's from. A, I like
0: the name. The name is <laughs> very important. It is it's good to have a nice, uh, nice. Uh, well, whatever you know, you got to have it. A, a good you, get, you can't have like you think of like the big streamers. No one's got like a terrible name, really, right? Yeah, no, you for sure. Kind of catchy and fun. So, um, very cool. So we clear <laughs> that up. And then tell me about Hundred Thieves here, because I got so. I've invested oh. in the e-sports, uh in, in and in a team called Clash. Q L A S H. I don't know if you're familiar with them, but esports has gotten huge. And at hundred thieves, Dan Gilbert, I believe, is involved. Uh, do you know? Do you guys? Do you know Josh Luber by any chance? Does that name ring a bell? You with He was the founder,
1: CEO of StockX. Um, Josh, Yes, yes, yes. Yeah.
0: So, so he. I become friendly with him. He was actually on my podcast and I have gotten pretty crazy invested in sports cards. I don't know if you're seeing that craze sports with sports cards? Yeah, like uh you know old like you didn't Oh, oh yeah, okay, like yeah. that cards baseball cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like Dan Gilbert and him were the founder of C, of uh, StockX and then I knew that 100 Thieves was their esports team. And I actually met Dan Gilbert uh at a summit in LA like four years ago and we were talking about a business concept and then I heard about hundred thieves and they, that they made this and all that. So I am trying to understand what this and Drake, I believe is involved.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Up
0: so, so how does like, we got to spend a lot of time on esports and poker, but w- what is going on with this? I mean, this is a mainstream how to make billions in esports New York <laughs> times article. hundred thieves is up here. You got major names in it. I mean, it's kind of a wild world, right? Like what's yeah. going on? How did you connect connected with the hundred thieves and, and tell me a little about what this means? Cause I know um, that is like the, He's four he's maybe he's like semi-retired or used to be a big big streamer. Now he's like more in the business side. If that's yeah. right. like, I, what's your relationship? Um, um your Thieves work, break it down.
1: Okay, so basically how I was saying that I, like I was into competitive call of duty and stuff way back in the day. Nate he was like he was a professional call of duty player and he was one of the on one of the biggest teams at the time, Optic. And I was just a really big fan of him. Like I loved watching his streams, YouTube videos. Like that's kind of how I got into the gaming community through his streams and YouTube videos and stuff like that. That's that's how I met most of my friends that I currently have now. That's how you know I kind of. That's why I'm here. Like I'm here because of that. And I've I've always like been a fan of Nate Shot. And it's kind of one of those things where like he's seen me like on his tweets and his streams and stuff like that so he like sort of kind of knew me we kind of had like a relationship like that and then it was once and then we started this group called you know the mob which is me and three of my friends at the time and they were also in like the same boat as me where like they were fans of nature and like nature knew them right sort of thing not as like friends or anything like that but just like I don't I don't really know how to explain it I guess we just kind of like knew of our existence and he always like liked us he thought we were funny and stuff like that and then once he saw that we started streaming ourselves and that we were trying to become content creators you know he decided to like help us out he picked us up for 100 thieves and then yeah it's just that's just how it's been since then
0: and, and how, so can you give me a bit of an idea on how big is 100 Thieves and how many different games and what do you stream specifically on a on a on Call of Duty or a certain game or are you sort of just like cuz that's uh, what esports basically is right a lot of these big names they've got like teams and different games so what is that yeah. how
1: does that work 100 Thieves is definitely one of the biggest like esports organizations out right now and like it's kind of incredible when you think about it cuz they've only been around for like 3 years now whereas these other Orgs like FaZe, Cloud9, all these other like things, they've been around for easily over a decade. So, 100 Thieves are, like making crazy strides in the whole esports scene, but yeah, they I believe they have a Valorant team which is honestly which is doing really well. They have a League of Legends team and like they're into a bunch of different esports and call they just joined the Call of Duty League. So, that's going to be hype to watch, but me personally, I'm not really I'm like, I'm interested in esports and I keep up with it, but I personally have nothing to do with esports myself. Like I don't play any games competitively or anything like that. I'm more of a, I'm more of a content creator where I just play games for fun and I don't really have like a main game. I just kind of, you know, do what I enjoy on stream and then, yeah. But
0: so like, how, so here, you know, below I see the studio here, they're playing on the poker table. Uno, like, are you actively on meetings? Are you, are you involved? Uh, like, are you going to, have you been to this headquarters here? Uh you-
1: Yeah, that's the 100 Thieves compound. That's, we were playing a intense game of Uno with like $500,000 on the line during that. And, but yeah, the compound is more of like where the behind the scenes like business stuff happens like where all the employees go to work and stuff like that content creators we kind of we go there and we have to shoot videos and things like that but besides that it's kind of like a you
0: you get to you get to go shoot videos you don't have to that's fun man
1: okay well okay i might have phrased that wrong but you know what i mean like it's we don't really go there often maybe like once every couple weeks or so to film a video or something like that but yeah it's you know
0: very very cool and and what do your parents think because like in poker you know most of my a lot of my guests have been poker poker uh gaming similar but a little different poker you're risking money uh and it's it's you know whatever for, for gaming you you're you're streaming a game there's not really like you can really lose as much right so it's like kind of more just upside but what did your parents and, and family members friends think when you're like hey i'm quitting you said you went, where did you go to school you went to school in california uh no i went to school in chicago So you go to school in Chicago, you're in college, you know, making the parents proud. Everyone's happy. Hey mom, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm quitting and I'm going to be a professional streamer. Like what, what was that reaction? How did that go?
1: Um, okay. Well, you got to understand that my parents, you know, they're immigrants. I come from a Muslim family where it's very strict. And I was always meant to be like their, their goals for me, their dreams for me was to go to medical school and become a doctor and everything like that. So my whole life that's kind of what it was building up to and i was on my way to doing that so when i told them that i wanted to drop out and play video games for a living and do live streaming for a living they weren't too happy about it at first like they i i waited until i was a partner on twitch and until i was making enough money where i could fully support myself like on my own because i knew when i told them it was either gonna be like one of two things they're either gonna accept it or learn to accept it, or they were going to kick me out. So I was like, kind of prepared for that. And then I just kind of told them, you know, my dad, he, he was a little disappointed, but he kind of understood the whole, like, make your own path kind of thing. My mom, she was a little less understanding, but eventually, you know, like they, they came around, they saw like the money I was making, they saw how much I enjoyed doing it. And, you know, like, they're they're okay with it now like now they're fully supportive now they see like what it can lead to what it can grow to and things like that and they like my parents are renovating the basement downstairs their house and making it like a giant streaming room for me to so when i go back to visit them i can still like stream and do everything there so you know like i said they're fully supportive now it's amazing
0: that's that's very cool yeah. that's, uh I, I got the same thing built at my my parents house as well even though it's complicated for poker i, I just we were talking before how it's legal it's gonna be legal in michigan now that's where i grew up yeah. I was, um you know and uh and, and it's it's a crazy that you're not you can bet bet sports now legally at a federal level <laughs> daily fantasy is legal but uh Wait, like in michigan are. right now really uh, uh no, dfs is i'm saying daily fantasy but legal poker just passed uh the bill in the last year, and then on Friday, it's oh, okay, okay. But you know, in they, they, New Jersey's legal, Nevada, they have uh, WSOP, but it's complicated. You know, the poker thing's very complicated because of Black Friday. This was April fifteenth, tax day, two thousand eleven, known as Black Friday in the poker world. That's when they just turned it off, like Full Tilt, stars oh. all the sites, and you couldn't play in the U.S. So basically, if you were if you were playing, you had to either relocate or you could get set up. So like, for example, when I, when that happened, I got set up in Canada, right over the border <laughs> of Michigan and Detroit and Windsor. I got an address, uh, it's got a place leased, got a bank account set up. And then I set up my accounts, but then if I was in the States, I'm not allowed to play. And then if I'm ever in like Mexico, even though I set up in Canada, if I'm yeah. in the UK, Mexico, Brazil, or wherever I'm allowed to play, I just like can't be in the U S and play. And some people VPN and do that, but you know, a lot of sites will close your money. You're not, yeah,
1: I, I've tried that. It doesn't really work that well. <laughs> <laughs> Not a good idea, so
0: yeah. Let's uh, let's play the poker a bit. I, I see you do have you play some. Uh, tell me your experience and your level of play because I saw actually I could play a clip here, I'll just mute it, let you kind of talk. But uh, w- tell me, uh, how when did you start streaming poker? Oh, um, your poker ability?
1: I started playing poker when the pandemic first started, like back in let me see, like March, I believe. Me and my friends we just sit in Discord, and we at first we started on prominence poker which is kind of fun. And like, we had none of us had any idea what we were doing and or anything like that. And then we started playing on poker now, which is a lot better. And over time, I just kind of like, I didn't really I didn't really study or like, try to get better or anything like that. It just kind of happened from just playing pretty much every day all night with my friends. And, you know, eventually, we all started getting better and better and better. And I started getting really good. And then I found out that there's a lot more to poker than I originally thought there was and that you can even study poker to get better at it. Oh, yeah. Which no, is it's like a
0: wild game, man.
1: Yeah, like, I, you know, when you first get into poker, it seems very basic. Like, it seems really easy. And then as you get better at it and learn more about it, you realize, like, holy shit, this game, like, you need, like, a PhD. Oh, my voice is cracked, But you need, like, a PhD to, like, be a pro in this game. And that's when I started to get, like, really good not i wouldn't say really good but like really good compared to where i was a month ago or so with poker and then i found out about tournaments because for the longest time i was doing like cash games for the first like six seven months and i was doing really well in those i was making like good money playing cash games but honestly i just kind of found them boring because like especially on like acr or ignition casino like the the lower stakes, like the 1-2, two, the 2-4 two, kind of thing, they're very soft. People play them very straightforward. And if you have, like, a little patience and you know kind of what you're doing, like, it's very easy to make money on those, in my opinion. But they just got, you know, like, incredibly boring. I like it. Like, I'm not, I don't play poker to try to, like, make money. I just genuinely, like, love playing poker. I love, like, I love the gambling aspect of it. I do, right. but I also love the aspect of, like, outplaying your opponent and winning based off like skill and not just luck kind of thing
0: well and but, you know in poker there's the, it makes a lot of sense the, the majority excuse me the majority of streamers almost all stream um tournaments because there is a start and a finish there's a way to keep score it's sort of yeah like, uh, yeah uh, doing what's the game ninja plays uh the, the main one what uh, fortnite like there's like a it's like the same thing it's like there's this many people and you know what place you get you see how you resolve cash game is just kind of like all right Re- reload i win 400 exactly. I, win 800. I lose 700 like there's not really like a story or a- exactly Yeah, it's not that big prize so it's kind of uh why it makes sense yep. not to mention tournaments a lot more skill well it's a lot deeper game because like the stacks. Mm-hmm. got 100 big blinds now you got 30 blinds this guy in the yeah. stack this guy's got that stack cash games it's kind of everyone's sort of deep usually around the same but tournaments there's a lot of different uh varying situations and and it's very complex i mean talk about like Mm -hmm. chess these type of games like poker's on that level and a lot of people hear about poker they're going to be like ah it's all luck or whatever but like you start learning position and bet sizings and and whatever it's crazy and there's plo and there's four cards versus two it's a a beautiful game so um that's that's amazing and what, what do you enjoy streaming the most nowadays
1: um right now I'm just kind of taking a break from streaming until I get back home it's sometime in the next week or so. But okay. I've just I've I've personally been really enjoying streaming poker. Like at first it was I tried not to stream poker because whenever I played poker on stream, I think I just like let the nerves get to me and the fact that like I wasn't really that confident in my skills. So right. I'd always be like second guessing myself like mid hand while I'm on stream and then that would just make me play a lot worse. And then, but now I'm like, I'm at a point where, you know, I've been practicing, I've been studying and I'm fairly confident in my game. I've been having a lot of, like, I've been running very bad the last like month. I'm not even going to lie. Like not, nah, I don't think I've been playing bad. I think I've just been getting a little bit unlucky, which is, I don't know, maybe that's just something that people that play bad say, but, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm getting my money in good. Like I'm ahead pre-flop kind of thing. And then, you know, the river. You know how it goes. What? What? But, what are, listen,
0: I'm a part part time agent. What do I need to do? Do we need to get you a poker sponsorship party poker? I mean, what are you looking for? What's going on? Is, it, is that, that, that I, like, is that against your hundred thieves? Like what? Kind of, oh no, no, no not, not at all.
1: I mean, the poker sponsor that'd be pretty nice. I mean, I don't really, I don't, I don't really know who I'd be sponsored by because I live in California and you can't really play much when you're in California. But yeah, you know. We'll talk, so, man. Yeah. I got,
0: I got, you know. Uh, we'll we'll talk. I think uh, I, I like, I love that you're just like diving in. And, and, and in terms yeah. of, like, have you done anything? Any courses? Do you have um, any pros that you talk with? Some strategy.
1: I, I I don't really like that's the whole thing. I'm just getting into like the whole poker community on Twitch and Twitter and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. and so i don't really like know any friends that are like or like have any friends that are like poker pros or really good at poker or anything like that but i bought jonathan little's like poker coaching thing and that's honestly like been the biggest helper i've had like in yeah. this last month and then i've also been talking to bbz and we're gonna set something up where i'll be like getting coaching from him so i feel like that's gonna help me a lot that's awesome yeah and,
0: and uh Actually, I know both those Jonathan Little and Jordan Drummond both been on my podcast. Good buddies of mine, and, and, yeah. that stuff. and there's so much content out there. Honestly, like there's if you any any of the men, names you mentioned, there's a lot of other stuff. If you really put the time and dive in and, and go through sort of like a curriculum of someone who knows what they're talking about, yeah, yeah. you just have a big big advantage over them. No, for sure. Of so for sure. that's uh, that's cool. How, how do you so if you said, like, let's just take uh, when you get back stream. Let's start saying for 2021, you got 100 percent pie. What, what is your streaming going to look like in terms of uh, how would you break down? What percent are you streaming poker versus what games? Give me like the kind of the,
1: um, your pie pie chart. I My stream, I've always tried to incorporate a lot of things. I don't like just like sticking to one thing because I, I feel like doing that kind of gets you stuck in a like based on how well that thing does and not how good your content is. So when I get back to it, I'm going to be streaming a lot more poker than I did in the past, but... I'm also going to be doing a lot of things, whether it's playing video games or just chatting and stuff like that. But I'd say it's going to be around 50, 60 percent poker and then 50, 40 percent like other things, you know.
0: OK, that's pretty strong. That's a lot. That's yeah. A lot of poker. Like
1: I, I've never done that before. Like I've never done like where half my streams are or half of my streams are like just one thing, whether it's poker or something like that. But I'm really excited to play. Like, it's what I love to do. It's what I love playing right now. And I want to share that with my audience, my viewers, my friends, you know. Just have a good time. Awesome. And, and how many tables do you like to play when you stream, generally? Um, When I stream, I try not to do too many. Like, I think four max. Because, you know, there's a lot of distractions, whether it's, like, the chat or alerts and stuff like that. So I don't want to get too overwhelmed. But off stream, I like to play around, like, six to seven that's like where i feel comfortable like, wow, so you really,
0: you're in there you're in the matrix that's that's serious that's like uh that takes a lot of thought and and effort i mean i'm sure gaming helps you right to be able to see yeah and no to for to sure. to to do multitasking mm-hmm. and see a lot of stuff because seven tables is a lot i feel like fours to stream on twitch is, is a lot how do you how do you i gotta get this perspective as a gamer with the delay because I, you know i've never played i like fifa that'd be i know castro you know i, I love like his his energy and his stream I like that would be a game I would stream. Cause be, I played through college soccer and I love it, but yeah, you know, the no delay seems so obvious. Right. But like the poker with the delay, how, how does, how do you feel about that? Cause like, I just feel like whenever I talk to gamers or when they've done some crossover into poker and, and done some promotional stuff, like it's like, ah, I don't like the delay, you know, four or six minute delay. It's kind of tough to like keep a chat going with your audience mm-hmm. and then be on delay. Cause you like talk to someone, and then they have to wait to hear you, and then you like, yep. like, up again, you can lose the combos. How, how do you feel about that? Um,
1: I'm personally not a fan of delays at all. Like, mm-hmm. it's that that's one thing that I feel like might keep me from streaming poker right. all the time is because I know if I play in a big tournament that I'm gonna have to have a delay. But if it's, you know, like if I if I'm just playing in these like normal tournaments and stuff like that, then I'll just take the risk of getting stream sniped, you know. It is what it is. Like, I'm not going to sacrifice my stream enjoying what they're watching out of like the fear of like maybe getting stream sniped in a tournament. Because the way I think about it is there's 500 people entering a tournament. Like, I'm not a big streamer or anything like that. You know, I'm like, I'm not like a big person in the poker community. What are the chances that someone who knows me, knows my stream, knows I'm live, ends up on the same table as me kind of thing? Right.
0: Yeah, I, don't know. I mean, you'd be surprised, I think. But um, the one thing I would suggest, that you could do to really limit that and help with that is a whole cover card. Have you have you seen that? Are you familiar with that? Uh, no. What is so that? Basically, I've done this before. Um, it's 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 a it's a it's a bit of a tricky one, but like, I, if you're gonna do that and, and not put delay, you should definitely have this so you have the option. It's basically just like a little button you put on your OBS, and you would mm-hmm. make a little. You know your logo, Frosty, whatever you put. So like covers on the screen. So like you could literally be live, and you could actually cover your two cards. But you could like see the flop. You could talk about yeah, it yeah. You could also bluff and stuff too, and be like, oh, you know, man, it's like well in real time. Like this is a tough spot or whatever. You <laughs> can just kind of like sometimes you know. And then after you could hit replay and just show mm-hmm. the hands, or you know, you could show sometimes show the table or when you fold you just show. um You know, actually though, from an ethical standpoint, I. Think because I don't do this, but I've done it before. I'm just trying to remember. I mean, you can't really, you shouldn't really show your hand and be live and and not cover because then you're actually impacting the game. Because Wait, like, what, now, what do you, you mean? Some people are going to see your cards. So, like, let's say there is someone watching; they know that what your cards are, so they can actually like. Let's say you had Ace Four of Off. Oh, oh, <laughs> so okay. So now, like, say someone is watching; they're in the hand real time. They see the board has three spades. Yeah, like, yeah. Two, they're like, the other guy isn't watching. Oh, okay, that, that I, yeah, that I uh, I, I didn't, I, didn't I, even
1: think about it like that that right. actually makes oh, a lot okay. of sense. you
0: Can't really stream no delay without whole cards, but you could then show, you know, the replay, but mm-hmm. um that that's what you would want to do. Um yeah, I'm
1: definitely going to have yeah. to figure something out. Not it's not, that, it's not that, that. that that would be the the way I would um yeah, yeah, that's that's probably what I'll end up doing, honestly. So, we'll um, see.
0: Yeah, that's uh that's that that's just just an idea. Um, all right. Well, let's uh, let's 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 dive in. I, I want to I definitely want to take some some questions. I want to ask about, uh, let's see, a few more, few more things. I guess I was going to say, uh, I, if you could explain, because this is what I get asked a lot in poker. How does the Twitch versus your 100 Thieves or other sponsorship kind of deals work? Because, you know, people people ask me and they'll say, hey, like, how, how, how much money are you making on Twitch? um how does that work like because for me in poker a lot of the, the twitch actually you know i have i've peaked at three thousand subscribers uh, i've mm-hmm. had you know 100 like 300 sometimes when i'm off or whatever but so i'm not really i'm not making a living from yeah. Twitch per se that's how for me i don't know about gamers or you uh in particular you know you can make decent money with twitch but then obviously getting a deal with 100 thieves some other endorsements you know how does how, break down kind of the pie chart and, and are you making a living from your 100 thieves sponsorship is it your your twitch or a combination and what other sources of, of revenue or, or things have you been able to leverage with, with being a game?
1: Yeah. Um, honestly, the majority of my income does come from Twitch. I'd say like 70% of it comes from Twitch. And then, uh, the, the income I get from hundred thieves just mostly goes back into like rent and bills. Cause like I said, I live in Santa Monica and rent here is fucking ridiculous. It's, I don't even want to get into it, but it's insane. And then, You know, I've had a few sponsors like occasionally here and there and, you know, the money I get from that. So like, it's just nice to have that like extra income coming in. That way, all my eggs aren't tied into like the same basket kind of thing. But I've never been a streamer that takes on a lot of sponsors. I don't, I'm not really a streamer that sponsors like to work with, I guess. But so, yeah, like I said, the majority of my income does come from Twitch. Like I just have a really supportive community and they know that I don't really take on a lot of sponsors and a lot of sponsors don't want to work with me. So I guess they're like extra supportive when it comes to that, like using Twitch prime subs, subbing, all that stuff. But yeah, you know, I'm like, like I said, I'm 22. I, I've never really cared about making a lot of money before. So as long as I have enough to like have a roof over my head, food on the table and pay the bills, like I'm set. I don't really need to like make, extravagance amounts of money or anything like that to be happy but yeah I do good for myself I feel like I do really good for my age at least
0: <laughs> that yeah no absolutely and what what is uh can you give me a little perspective on like the high and low end of a um of like in the esports world because different games right like there's different level of games and what there's money in the, the, the there's prize money as well right like turn yeah. and they get yeah. money. so what is like how, if you're if you're a gamer uh, and you're part of 100 Thieves. Let's just take that since you're probably more aware. Like, what is sort of, uh, you know, like, obviously, in the NFL, there's contracts. Like, you kind of know max contract, min. Like, what if, mm-hmm. give me some, like, parameters. Obviously, not personally for you. Yeah. Like, like, give me, like, an idea of what could, like, a big gamer make in a year. I guess the, it's lucky. If you hit oh. tournament, you can win some crazy money, right? But let's just take, uh, yeah, give me give me a
1: little perspective. Okay. A lot of the top streamers that you see on Twitch, like Nick Merckx, you know, all the like all these people, Courage AD, you know, the big the big names, they're easily pulling in seven even nah more like eight figures a year. Seven, eight figures. Like that that's the craziest part about all this. You could make two thousand a month or you could make two hundred thousand a month. Just depending on what you do, how big you are and everything like that. Like Me, personally, I've never seen that kind of money, but based on how much I make and where I'm at, if I do, like, a comparison to where I'm, like, how much I'm making and how much they're making based on the level that they're at, they're making ridiculous amounts of money, like, absurd money. Right. and like I I don't want to go into, like, specific or anything, because that's,
0: you know, but... Yeah, yeah, no, of course I would never. Yeah, I, you know, people ask me that, like, oh yeah, what's your social? What's your how much you from <laughs> party, whatever? Like, it's obviously very personal. Just kind of getting a range, and you know, I mean, you can see there's a New York Times article here, and it's your your team here on the cover. You know these guys? These guys
1: are- uh, yeah. So we, this is uh, Mako, the guy in the middle, and then that's Avalanche, the guy on the right. We're we've been friends for like seven years now and we have like a group a streaming group called the mob and recently mako just left he kind of retired from the whole content creation like streaming life and you know now it's just me my uh me avalanche the guy on the right and another guy classified that wasn't in that picture and yeah we're just you know we're a group of friends we all live together in this house and we kind of make content together
0: and and. uh I mean cuz yeah again you can see like the, what is your prediction cuz we talk about how to make billions in esports and it's a billion dollar industry for sure already and it just seems like it's just starting do you believe mm-hmm. that in, in 5 10 years it'll be like oh who owns 100 thieves who owns um you know furia these type of big name uh, clash whatever esports teams like it won't be you know cuz now it's like Dallas Cowboys you look at the you look at these yeah. these these sports franchises i think like uh, i want to say the golden state warriors worth like 300 or 400 million four mm-hmm. 4 billion and and you believe that esports it'll be like who is owning the like in 10 20 years it's going to be like esports are the like it's the same equivalent of, of owning a yeah. franchise you no watch.
1: for sure it's esports is honestly the future of entertainment in my opinion i think like like you said right now it's just beginning esports have only been around for 20 years max and 20 years ago it was like just some random land event with like 10 people there. And now they're filling out entire like football stadiums of fans for tournaments and stuff like that. And it's like, it's just beginning. This is just right. the start of it. I think in 10 years, it's probably going to be as big as like the NBA, the NFL, things like that. And right. you know, these people, they're going to
0: be making a lot more money than they are now. It makes sense too. Cause like, if you think about it, with technology now, especially in the pandemic, except like people are glued yep. to their phones, kids are coming up, everyone knows Twitch. Exactly knows YouTube, exactly. Like, it's just like naturally you're getting it's like it's already where it is. And now everyone coming in is basically getting filtered through. So it's kind of yeah. like it's just gonna keep, you know, growing. Like I uh, so it just but, seems to make
1: make a like, lot of a lot of sense. Like the the reason the reason I can say that so confidently is because back when I was a kid, back when I was a teenager, playing video games, it was kind of nerdy. Like, every, everyone played video games, but the way I played video games, like, that was like, oh, wow, what a loser. Like, damn, that guy has no life. But now, that level of playing video games, that's mainstream now. Like, everyone is playing video games, playing competitive video games. And, you know, like, it's, it's a normal thing. Like, you go up to any 12-year-old, and they're probably playing, like, 10 hours a day on yeah. Fortnite or whatever game they play. So, those kids are going to eventually grow up. They're going to be into the whole esports thing. And then their kids are going to be into the esports thing. And it's just kind of like a domino effect where it just naturally grows on its own. So, yeah, I, I definitely think it's going to be as big as like the NBA one day. Um, did, did, I, I agree.
0: Did you ever see that commercial for Sprite where it, it might've been before your time It's like a long time ago, but it was like the, basically it was, like I said, it was a shoot, you know, this was before East, like a long time, maybe 10 years ago or 15. I, I don't know, but it was like, essentially they were playing a video game. And they had like a cartoon character and, you know, like the, the guy celebrates when he wins like a game or NBA, whatever they are playing. And then like this little cartoon character basically was like, what'd you win? You know, like what, like you're playing a game, like what, what'd you win? And then, and then he like twists off the Sprite cap and wins like, uh, you know, tickets to something. So it's just kind of like a play, play on that. And it's kind of like that, that was always the argument, right? Because like your parents and people, kids, like I, like me, I would grow up. And I mean, there's some benefit to video games, right? You stimulate mm-hmm. the mind. You're playing, you know, your your strategy. You're playing Final Fantasy or you know Call of Duty, even even Grand Theft Auto games like that, where it's like there's you gotta, you know, there is some benefit to it, but like no, definitely, it's like what did you win? And it's kind of like what are you doing with your time? It's also why Twitch is so brilliant because someone who's streaming a video game now you can be like, look, my like I'm building a brand, I'm building, I'm building something. I'm I got a partner. I'm doing something. I'm not just playing a game. I'm playing a game that's building a portfolio that's building my thing so that's pretty cool and that didn't used to happen and and now you know how do you kind of separate the argument though with parents and and do you think that people maybe are overdoing it you think that like because just like gambling just like really anything drinking drugs like you know marijuana like is it all right moderation yeah okay, too much whatever. You, how do you sort uh, of draw the line though where video games and kids are playing and watching 10 12 14 hours a day though
1: um i think as a parent or how I imagine myself as a parent, as long as my kids are doing OK in school and, you know, like they're not letting the rest of their life fall apart, then if they want to play video games, if that's what they want to do in their free time for eight hours a day, you know, like I can't really tell them not to. Like if that's what makes them happy, like that's what they should do. Like as long as they're making sure that other aspects of their life are still, you know, right being held together, then, you know, I don't really see an issue in it. So,
0: and, and what do you think about the social dilemma? Have you seen
1: that? I haven't. I've been meaning to check it out. I just haven't had the time to like sit there and watch it.
0: Well, OK, so either way, like just I mean, you you obviously understand the, the premise and, and what the context is. Well, what do you think about, though, like screen time, watch time, you know, phones? Even now, I've, I've seen articles shoot up and it makes perfect sense. The pandemic kids aren't going outside. Kids aren't doing anything. They're just on their people are on the phone, on their electronic devices. Now it's like everything. iPads tv yeah on um, computer like uh, how do you, do you think we're i mean is there a problem with that like what what are you saying, I, I, what, are I you saying? What, are, what are people saying within the community and it must come up at you know like there, there's talks about our ad parents and people you know talking about this and making like what are what is hunter thieves or oh. what is sort of like the the, the thesis from, from uh, the gaming industry and what they say on this?
1: Believe it or not, it's not something that's ever really talked about in like the whole industry because it's just something that we all grew up doing. Like We've all played video games for eight hours a day, every day. So it just kind of seems normal to us. And so it's not really well talked about. But one thing I've personally noticed myself is that a lot of younger kids just <sighs> don't seem to have that many social skills and they're not really good at socializing with other people Mm -hmm. and that can come off really badly especially like especially on the internet because you know you're kind of like being yourself in front of thousands of people and then if you don't have these social skills if you don't know how to communicate with people you end up you know you end up offending people or you end up saying something like that's really bad that get you in trouble and things like that and i don't know i feel like i feel like from a social interaction thing it's definitely not good that they're spending like all their time playing video games but at the same time there's you know there's people out there there's kids out there that they don't really have they don't really have that many friends in the real world or they can't access those friends because of the pandemic so the internet is really their only way of interacting with other people so it's kind of like a you know good and bad thing in a way
0: and and do they give coaching like do do you think uh the the, like lines of content creators cross. Like, how do you know if you might go too far with the joke meme on your stream? This is uh, my, 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 ghost of Amazon in the chat, my lead moderator on my Twitch, he was asking some, some cool questions and stuff like, do they give you coaching on it? Do you have like meetings where like, Hey guys, Um, it's good to push the limits. good to have fun, but don't do this. Don't do that. Is there some sort of uh, guidelines?
1: I've, I've always been the kind of streamer that I just kind of say what I want. I make whatever jokes I want. Like, I don't go out of my way to try to offend anyone or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But I say some jokes, some things that, you know, might not look the best for a sponsor, for a brand or whatever. And I've definitely had a few meetings with 100 Thieves where they've asked me to, like, not say certain stuff or, you know, tone it down a little bit like that. But I wouldn't really say it's, like, coaching maybe like on the bigger levels they probably do like coach them into what they can can't say like everything specifically but me myself i just kind of do say whatever comes up to my head and you know i'm not like i i don't think i have any hate in my heart for anyone out there so i know that whatever joke i make it's never gonna like there's never gonna be hate behind it or anything that people could actually get offended by like they're okay I'll be honest, I do go out of my way to offend people sometimes. But if it's it's like it's like for stupid stuff, like a hobby they're into or something like that, where it's like nothing really that big. And, you know, it's just kind of funny, like going back and forth with someone over something really dumb like that. And then, you know, just seeing what happens.
0: Yeah. And tell me about this clip here. You broke Spider Man. This was <laughs> viral. 120,000. What, what happened actually?
1: Yeah. Okay. So I was just streaming. I was like five hours into playing Spider Man. And then everything just, it, it just started going haywire. I started turning into random objects. Like, as you can see, I turned into a pile of snow. And like, the game was still working fine. I just visually, like, I was all these different things. And it was just really funny. I posted it on Twitter and just kind of blew up. I think Curry JD retweeted it. That's probably why it kind of blew up like that. That's uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: that's funny. So like, and that just a total random glitch never happened again. And was yeah,
1: just- no, I I think I think they fixed it really shortly after that clip went viral. Like they fixed the glitch and everything. So. Yeah. You know very 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 interesting what 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 are the, what are
0: some of your favorite moments on stream or favorite uh clips or, or highlights is that is that up there or, like what are some of the um on uh, other stuff that's happened that's, that's
1: honestly that like that was it was a funny moment but I wouldn't say it's like high up there there's definitely been a lot more stuff that's happened that I've been more excited about and things like that um I think my first the first time I got partnered my like first stream after I got partnered that was probably or actually I got partnered while I was live on stream. So that was easily my number one favorite stream of all time. It was like um, I'd applied for partner and it's been like a month since I got a response. And then I was streaming one day, just like normally. And then a Twitch admin came into my chat and they just started talking, like being friendly and stuff like that. And I was like, Hey, so I applied for partner like a month ago and I still like, haven't gotten a response. Do you think maybe there's some way you could check on that or something like that? And he's like, wait, really a month? Like that's, you know, like that's a long time to not get a response. Are you sure you haven't gotten one? He was playing like he had, like, he didn't know what was going on. So he's like, maybe you check your email, like your spam folder, maybe like the email got lost in there or something. And then I was like, I mean, all right, I'll check, but I could have sworn I didn't see anything like yesterday when I looked at it. And then I checked, I see the email, like you've been accepted into the partner program and I don't know. It was like, it was the most hype thing ever. It was the most exciting thing ever. I just, it, it was just such a good stream. I'll never forget that. That was the best time I've ever had on stream. That's, that's, but, a, yeah.
0: And what percent of people do you know get partnered or not? Because, you know, in poker, uh, it's been a long time. I think I, I got in 2015, and, you know, poker is a pretty new category and, and they built up. But uh, how, what percent of people, like, is it very hard to get partnered? Like, is it, long? Um, I know What's there's requirements. There's, you have to stream X amount. Yeah that but is that once you hit the parameters are you just like in uh gamer or is it still like hard to get through
1: the way it used to work like three years ago they changed it drastically the whole part partner program before that i think you had to have like 500 viewers average you have to have like and there was no affiliate program so there was no sub button or anything like that so you could have 500 viewers and not be partnered and you're not making any money off twitch so but then they decided to change it like three years Three years ago, I believe, four years ago, maybe, where they gave like set parameters, set like numbers that you need to hit. I think it's like 75 viewers average and like a certain amount of time streamed. And the thing is, even if you hit those numbers, like you're, there's still a chance you're gonna get denied unless you like shoot way past those numbers. Like my first time when I applied, I think I had like 76 average viewers and then I met like all the requirements, but I still got denied just because. They want to see if you're able to like keep those numbers up for like an extra month or two, and then usually around the second time they'll probably accept you if the numbers are good. But yeah, I wouldn't say it's like it's definitely a lot easier. It's not easy, but it's a whole lot easier than it used to be, where you have to get like 500 viewers, you know? Right, and uh, you
0: gotta. We have around the same size channel on. on yeah, do you have. Do you have goals like you want to hit? is like a milestone for you, 100k. Anything in particular? Anything you're shooting at or? Or do you just kind of I, about it,
1: and I definitely, I definitely want to hit 100k. Like it's, I wouldn't say it's like number one priority because I'm, I don't really like care about follower counts and stuff that much. Right. My goal for me personally is just to stream more often to like stream consistently at least five times a day, kind of thing like that. And you know, if that brings on growth, great, amazing. If it doesn't, then you know, it's whatever.
0: And, and here you say Streamer for 100 Thieves, one-fourth of the mob. Tell me about what the mob is exactly.
1: Okay, yeah. So the mob, um, I started streaming back in 2018, I think, maybe 2017. Sometime around there, like late 17, or early 18. And it was going really well for me. I was like the only person in my community at the time that was really like streaming or doing anything. So, whole was, what does that mean? Um, It was, it's basically it was a community of people that were all fans of nadeshot at one point or competitive call of duty and we kind of met each other through like twitter and twitch and stuff like that and we had our own like sub community underneath the cod call of duty slash nadeshot community so you know it was it was like that it was a pretty like tight-knit community for a while and i started streaming like i said i'd grown like a little bit of a following i think i had like over 10,000 followers on Twitter at the time, which, which back then, like that was like a crazy number. Like that was an insanely high following for me. And I also had a few other friends that I would play with on stream. Like they always supported my stream and things like that. And then eventually like I convinced them to start streaming as well. Cause I saw like the success I was having and they were also like in a similar spot like me where they were like big names in the community and you know, they had all this free time. So I was like, you guys should stream. Like You can you can make some good money. It's a lot of fun. Like, you know, and then eventually I got three of my friends to do it or two of my friends. One of them was already kind of doing it. But we all started streaming. We would all play games together and we would all, you know, just kind of hang out all day. we were all good friends. And then we decided to make it like an official thing, like an official stream group, I guess, called The Mob. Because the old community, like the community, was called the Twitch Mob, right. like the old community that I was in, and then we decided to take that and just call ourselves the Mob, and then you know now we're here. That's awesome. So, uh, yeah. And then how did how did 100 Thieves approach you? You said
0: you kind of knew. Um, was it Nate Chatter, Like, how, how did that actually like um, tied
1: into them? It was. It, it's kind of a. It, it's a long story, but. Basically, we were on this other organization and we had left it. We had just left it. We were getting like a few offers from other organizations. One of them was Optic at the time, which was Optic was a big org, but they had just like their owner, Hex, had just sold them to this other company and they were kind of like in the shitter for a little bit. And we were sort of in talks with them. And then Nate Shaw was the one that like we didn't really want to join because like it wasn't the same optic that we grew up loving, the ones that we were a fan of, but it was still a big opportunity that we couldn't pass down. Right. And then Nate Shaw, like kind of hit us up and he's like, don't join Optic kind of thing. So we took that as okay, he's either telling us to not join Optic because he'll think he thinks we'll get like fucked over in our contract or somehow. Right. or because he plans to keep us like to add us to 100 thieves so we just didn't join optic like that's all he told us we just kind of went off his word Rolled him on that yeah pretty much like we were we gave up like a huge opportunity just based off like a one sentence text kind of thing and then you know eventually that worked out we went to a gaming event fort worth and we met nisha at a bar And we like, we talked to him, we like had drinks, we hung out and he pretty much told us like, yeah, I'm working on like getting you guys on a hundred thieves. And like, that was the first time it was ever confirmed kind of thing. So we were like, that was a huge, huge day for us, huge event. And we were just really ecstatic.
0: Roughly, was it 19?
1: Like I'd say early 19. No, probably, probably like late 18.
0: it's one of the coolest things I think in poker, you know, looking back in, and, and I, I, would, I would imagine for you being in gaming, like a moment like that, right? Like where you've, you're in college, mm-hmm. you start grinding, you you just turn on OBS, you don't have really great equipment you're just kind of giving it a whirl. You work, you know, you put your head down, you work hard. And then all of a sudden you're like, you know, this guy, Nate shot, who's a, who's a major name, you know, you're yeah. at a bar at a, at a gaming event. Like you just like, man, this is some cool shit. Like this is like a movie situation. Cause like, you know, like there's more money. Like I, like I play, I played poker for 20 years. Like really, I mean, I'm four. Mm-hmm. like realistically like 15, you know, since I was like playing for technically a living, I was you know, baseball, I was just playing, but you know, like looking back, it's like I've traveled the world, go to like these cool places, playing with these cool, interesting people and in wild spots. And like, yeah, maybe there's some things that could make potentially some more money or do trading or being banking mm-hmm. or whatever. But like the fact of like twi- being your own boss,
1: Exa- yep.
0: world, doing cool stuff with cool people and something you love, like there's really no price you can put on that stuff. And and it's just like, you know, you're also, you're super young, man. I mean, 20, yeah. you know, yeah. it's, uh, it's pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Do you ever, uh, you ever think like, man, I don't know if this is what I want to be doing. Like, I, I, or do you just like, is this just what you love? And, and- uh,
1: honestly, like, look, it's how you said it earlier. There's, I could be doing so many other things that I could be making way more money in. Like, even at my age, if it was about money, I would have gone to med school, became a doctor, all that, and made six figures starting off kind of thing. But I just want to do something in my life where I was, I was my own boss. I didn't have to. Answered to anyone i could work my own hours and everything like that and that is one of the greatest feelings in the world like it, there's there's nothing better than being your own boss it does come with its obstacles and challenges and stuff like that but when you put all that aside like it, it's one of the best things you could do for yourself is having a job where you you don't have to answer to anyone being on an organization you do have to answer to some people every now and then but for the most part you know you're still you're still your own boss you know Right. No yeah, I wouldn't read that for the world honestly.
0: Yeah, for sure. No, it makes uh makes makes a lot of sense. What uh let's let's actually I want to dive in here. So we've got I mean, there's a lot of uh lot of questions. Probably some people you you recognize. I'm sure there's some Yeah, you know,
1: I I saw I saw a few of them.
0: Yeah, there's there's uh, and also again, I think it's kind of like you said with poker um, it's different, right? Like you're just kind of learning and, and seeing there's so much. The same thing like gaming, there's so much to it, so intricate. And yeah, you know, actually, let me ask you a question before we take the questions from the live. Again, mm-hmm. guys, want to retweet get eligible for that fifty five dollar giveaway from Party Poker. We're gonna uh, start. We're gonna go through that, and I'll do a retweet um, giveaway here at the end. But what uh what what do you do to get better at gaming like what like how do you practice call of duty is it literally just putting in reps is there is there is there like uh because it's not like raise your edge or you mention video yeah videos. yeah a little, like, there's not is there is there like tutorials do people put out coaching video strategy for these games um or, there's interesting uh business
1: if okay like. me personally i'm not good at video games like at all that's part of the big reason why i even have a following to begin with is because I was so bad at video games that it was funny for people to like watch me play. Interesting. But there's like, it's honestly a lot like poker in terms of getting better. Like, there's people like my friend Cryptic No One. He's so bad. He plays all the time and he just like, no matter how much he grinds, he just can't get any better at video games. But, and that's like, it's like that in poker too. You have people like that who just grind all the time and they just don't get better. And yeah, there's like coaching, there's YouTube videos you can watch, like tutorials, tips and tricks. And but when it comes down to it, grinding is probably the best way to get better. Just playing insane hours every day, just practicing, just trying to get better. Yeah, it's just the that. That time, you know, it,
0: it, there's not a there's not like a, like a. I, would, I, would, I don't know. I'm trying to think if that would work. There's no, like, master class. There's no, like, for a no, game where can go through and talk. It's like, you just kind of got to practice, right? You can't yeah.
1: Practice. Like poker, it's a game of math. So it's something that, like, you know, you can, if you, in poker, if you study something, you know, you can study something and it'll show in your games, like, you'll get better in your games. But with gaming, there's not really, like, one specific thing you have to, you can practice in or, you, like, I guess you could practice your aim. If you know, and that will make you a little bit better, but overall it's just more about like awareness of the game, map awareness, things like that. And that just comes with grinding. It doesn't like you can't really it's not something you can study really. Right. I mean, like yeah. at the pro level, I'm sure like they do like VOD reviews where they study like games and break down what happened, but I'm talking more like amateur trying to get to pro level kind of thing.
0: So so how does that work then? So you're you're not you're actually like almost you're, you're saying you're not a great at video games, and that's part of what made it. But obviously, you play a lot, and you've gotten a lot better probably, right? I mean, you're pretty uh, like...
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, I've definitely gotten better at video games in general. I'm still, like, not that good just because I don't really put the time in that I used to anymore. But, you know, like, I just kind of play video games for fun. When I go on stream, I go on, I go to have fun. Like, you know, I don't really try that hard when I'm playing and stuff like that. It's just more about having fun with the chat. That's so, the thing for me. Like, gaming is more of like, gaming is just like a background thing to do while I'm streaming. Because the whole reason I love streaming is that I can talk to chat and you know just that stuff. And then gaming is just kind of like there in the background to keep people intrigued to see something. So
0: yeah. It's like on a one to a hundred level, well, I mean, how, and how how many different games do you play? Like, are you when you stream games? If it's not like now, you're streaming it's a fair amount of poker, actually. Um, but what about like um what's your game breakdown of games
1: i anything that's just kind of like that my friends are playing at the time like i'll play as well i guess anything that's sort of like popular that people enjoy watching if i enjoy playing it like i'll play it i there's not like if you ask any of my viewers like what my main game is they'll probably say just chatting because that's what i do most of the time just like sit there and talk to the chat but yeah i just kind of i don't really have anything that i like play consistently it's just kind of you know games come and go and that's what i play i don't know very very interesting
0: so you, but so you're not like going to tournaments and trying to win prize money that's no not- no no you're, um, you're not part of like a gaming team yeah. that's competing for like the tournaments
1: yeah there's like there's two different aspects of gaming like the gaming industry there's like the content creation and entertainment side and then there's like the esports side i'm more so on the like entertainment side but I still have, like, I still keep up with like the esports side, just because you know it comes to the territory kind of thing. Right.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting you say that. It's kind of like poker for me, you know. Like I, it's a deep game. I've 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 played a lot of live poker. I've played for many years. I have a son now. I have a family. I do a podcast. I do other stuff. And it's like can mm-hmm. actually stay up on the the, the 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 like you know the the, the solvers and all the all the stuff. It's very it's it's almost like the same thing. There's like two sides in poker. It's like you're either a wizard like yeah. a sorcerer that knows like all the stuff or you're sort of like content people, you know, play. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good. You know, like, and, and I've kind of, uh, you know, I still work on my game and I feel very, you know, feel like I could sit at any table and win any, any time. Like I feel like obviously I know I'm a, I'm a professional player, but I'm not doing like my time. I enjoy more the content and the, the mm-hmm. stuff than, than, going into like you know deep like oh i'm gonna three bet check raise yeah exactly like like, and that's also not really what people want to see like they they you know if you want to learn poker you go do a course do something you want to watch watch a stream you you want to see like you want to see chips flying and big prize money
1: yeah Um, exactly like that's 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 kind of poker streamer i hope to become like i don't think i'll ever become good good enough at poker where people are watching me simply based on my skill but i kind of just want to like because I, I watch a lot of poker streams and most of them are kind of how you describe where it's just like people are only there for the poker. Like they're they're just breaking down everything. And, you know, like it, it's good. I enjoy watching that. But I know personally, I don't think I'll ever become that kind of streamer. So I just like I want to be able to entertain people and make good content while playing poker. For sure, that's that's, that's awesome. I think that's the the right attitude.
0: All right, let's uh, let's dive into some questions here. I think we've I've learned a lot. We've covered a lot. Yeah, actually saw a lot of questions that were very uh, you know in line to what I was already going to kind of ask or whatever. So let's. If you see me when you know here, I don't don't know if it's too small. Maybe try to make it. Oh
1: no, no, it's good, it's
0: good. I can see it. Um, try to go through some of these. So let's start out here. Could you give me an example of one in which you found yourself? and wish you found yourself faced with a challenge and how do you overcome it? So kind of a vague question, but you mentioned you've, you've taken some breaks, right. From streaming, you've, uh, you found like kind of had some reflect, uh, inflection points or anything that, um, yeah, something really difficult. like uh, I don't know if I want to stream anymore or like just how you push.
1: Yeah. That. Yeah. Um, Honestly, it was, um, it's right after we joined a hundred thieves and we moved to Los Angeles in this house together. I, I was in a really bad headspace just because it was my first time moving away from my family. And like growing up as an immigrant, all like if you if you're an immigrant to America, all you have is your immediate family. You don't have like cousins, you don't have your grandparents, you don't have like anything like that. Right. It's just your immediate family. And you build like a very special bond with them, like a very close, tight-knit bond together. And leaving that is a very hard thing to do especially when my brother had been gone for five years he was he was in albania for five years and then he had just came back so it was for the really for the first time in like five years that our family was actually like together as one again right now i was the one that was leaving and that i i felt like i felt bad about it i felt i missed him a lot and it just like it made me really depressed for a while and getting over that is you know, I don't really know how I got over it. I guess just time I like, I was at a point where I was like, fuck this. I want to like quit streaming. Like this isn't worth it anymore. I'm just, you know, I like, I don't want to keep doing this if I'm going to be away from family. And I just kind of wanted to like go back to them and just live a normal life. And it was when I went back home for Christmas that year, this was 2019. Mm-hmm. um, My brother, he just like me and him, just like, we had a few drinks. We talked about everything and he kind of like motivated me to like keep going in a way. So, yeah. That's,
0: uh, I, like I was mentioning to you before, I grew up in in Michigan, and actually I played soccer. My, you know, through college, and one of my good friends was Albanian. And I know how strong family and community yeah, is. yeah, the big Albanian community. My wife's Brazilian. Same thing. Family's sort of like it's different culturally than America. Yeah, exactly. College. Like, like, like yeah. you know, you're 18, you move out of your house, and you're like, all right, I'm on my own. And you see your parents on holidays, maybe or whatever. But yeah, I mean, that just, of, you know, it's not like that. Like they're in there until you're married. Uh, or no, you're there, it's
1: like, you know. a lot of Albanians grow up in like multi generational households. Like that's a very common thing over there. And even people that like move to America like still do that. So whenever someone does leave the house at an early age, it's kind of like a well, like you know like what the fuck kind of thing. It, it, it's not it's not very normal. It's very I want to say looked down upon, but right unconventional. You know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Very, very, very cool. All right, we got
0: Craig Leonard, who's a giveaway master. He wins a lot of tickets. He's <laughs> asking, being known for Sea of Thieves, among other games, do you still have fun at these games, or is it more about the content for the stream as you play games for a living? Does it lose? Any fun factor for you? Congrats on all your success. I wish you all the best. Any? Um, I, the do you still love video games? Or is
1: it I, I think he might have me confused with someone else because I've never really played Sea of Thieves. But the, the question, like, I can't answer that question. It's um, when you find a game that you love, and then this goes for anything, really. When you find something that, like, you enjoy doing and love doing it, if you're doing it for eight hours a day every day, it's going to get old. Like, it's going to get old fairly fast, and it's like that with gaming. Right now, I can't think of a single video game that I'm excited to play. And to be fair, it's been kind of like a dry spell for video games in the last, like, three years or so. There's been a couple, like, good games that have come out. But for the most part, there hasn't really been a game that's captivated everyone, like, that much. But, yeah, so, you know.
0: Yeah. That, that, and what about PS5, though? How has that changed? Or the new Xbox or stuff? Like, I, I, I um, PS4, you know, was forever, right? Like, that, that took a long time. For yeah. How yeah. better as a PS5 than PS4?
1: I got the PS4 about like a week after it came out. First of all, it's in- like, it's impossible to get one. I so got five, one. Five, you mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. PS5. Sorry. Um, it's impossible to get a PS5. I got a PS5 because someone that I knew that's uh, like a coach for an esports team, he accidentally got like a second one shipped to him. So he kind of sold me his second one at like normal price. But yeah, they're going for like two times, three times resale value right now. Or what does it cost for one? Normal. Right now, for what is it like sticker price? Sticker price. It's I think 400 for the digital one, and then like 500 for the disc version. But resale price easily like 800 to a thousand plus. So,
0: wow! And and what's what's cool to have? Do you want to have the the, the virtual or the the? the uh, it's like what do what do the people
1: prefer in. this is kind of this kind of like just a me thing i've never really liked how gaming is going completely digital because that just kind of means that like there's a lot of benefits to it it's a really good thing but at the end of the day when you own something digitally you don't actually own it you're just being allowed to temporarily rent that thing you know Oh, so don't,
0: don't, don't make me go down crypto. Do we need to talk about Bitcoin? I, I mean, we we
1: can we can, but right. yeah, it's I I like to own the things that I pay for, so I'm more of a disc person, right? And but like I can understand why someone wouldn't want to spend a hundred extra dollars just to like have a disc version of a game. Like discs are very old school nowadays, I guess. So, but yeah, it's I bought I got my PS5. I played Spider Man on it, where you saw that clip, and then there wasn't really any other games that I was interested in playing at the time. So I kind of gave my PS five to someone that needed a little bit more than me. Right. That's, that's very nice. That is a,
0: so it's, it's a, it's an interesting thing, video games too. Like it's, it, I just remember playing when I was in high school, grand theft auto, like it was around grand theft auto three and then San Andreas and vice city. And oh, all those, those, games. those games are amazing. I played like, I don't even know the newest GTA and how good it must be now uh, in terms of graphics and what they're doing. But that was, that was sort of my, yeah my game of uh that it cost me like half my sophomore year <laughs> high school for sure uh, like, i got into poker so i was like i was sort of playing video games some and then i just found poker but um uh yeah. you know it's uh yeah those games are, I, those games are crazy what yeah what what have you, did you play dta did you go through a oh show? yeah I,
1: I i played i think all the gta's except the first one i was playing them at such a young age. It's probably like a very bad thing that i was playing those games so young but yeah those those are some of the first video games that like i fully got hooked on san andreas vice city like all those and then skyrim skyrim was a really really big game for me it came out when i was like 12 or 13 and it was the first time i ever like played a game like a degenerate where i was coming home from school playing until like 3 4 a.m Waking up at seven AM to go to school and then just doing that over and over every day for like a whole year. It was I it's can't still tell you how
0: many times my dad would wake up at four forty four in the morning and i hear his alarm. <laughs> I just like skir- skirt skirting. And yeah. it was like, oh yeah, like you know, i I'd be playing online poker most of the time like, like cash games, but, yeah. and then also like the video games and I would just hear that alarm and I would just like zzz, zzz, I would like turn off the thing, it'd still be on. I just like I don't like, yeah. Like, I've
1: I've been there multiple times. Just hear your parents wake up and then just jump into bed, turn the TV off, act like you've been sleeping the whole time. They come in, give you a kiss, and you're like,
0: the fake the fake deal. So yeah, no, that's uh, oh, we all, we've all done that, nice. I think, out there, um, for sure. <laughs> all right, let's uh, let, let's uh, well, actually, so in the PS5 or Xbox, and, and and also when you stream, so you're not streaming on the game, right? You're streaming on a computer. That yeah, you can, yeah, like on Steam or something. What do you use? Um,
1: no, you just well, what do you use to stream?
0: I use OBS for like uh, stream, 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 stream streamlabs. I think. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. No, I use that too. Streamlabs OBS. That's kind of.
0: How would you play? How would you play Grand Theft Auto on there? You would just get it on your computer. You would download the game.
1: Um. Well, yeah, like you can't. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto is like a like a game. It's available on PC that you can play, but you can stream from your console using like an like a capture card from Elgato or something. Yeah. And then that just kind of like streams the game from your computer to your. Or from your PlayStation to your computer, and then through Streamlabs, you like stream that.
0: But would you would you be playing Grand Theft Auto on? So if you Elgato capture card from the system, it would be on your computer though. Um, or would it, you do it on a TV and and then you would no, you'd have. Uh, yeah. I actually remember getting this because I was gonna try to play FIFA, and then I never ended up doing it because I was it's just fun. like, man, it's just too yeah. overwhelming, and I I already like stream, you know, with just poker, but. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm trying to understand that process. Like, how, just,
1: how- um, the, okay, the way it works is you put a capture card in your computer, just yep. like a graphics card. Yep. And then you connect your PlayStation to the graphics card, right. like the HDMI, instead of putting it to your monitor, you put it or to your TV or whatever, you put it into, your, into the capture card that's in the computer. And then you put another HDMI from the capture card into your monitor you want to play on. And then it just kind of like shows the game on there, like on your monitor and your computer is able to capture it. Right. Okay. It, it's it's a, it's it's kind of complicated. And yeah, it's a little bit complicated to like set up and everything like that. But once you do it once, it's pretty straightforward. But so that, that would be the preference to like, instead of streaming straight off your computer, like... If, uh, okay, the- if you... If you can stream off your computer, like if there's a game that's available on PC, then I'd recommend doing that just because PC gaming is honestly better. But yeah, like there's some games that you just have to play on console, and that's just the only way you can really stream it.
0: Do you know FIFA, which if you can do that or not? Okay. Yeah, no, yeah,
1: you can. You can any game you want. Yeah, it's uh, okay. No, like if you need helping, if you need any help setting that up, like I'd I'd be glad to help you. Yeah, I'm 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 debating. I just uh
0: man, poker's so co- complex and so much uh stuff. Like I, I just, you know, I just think yeah. of like starting a new game is is a bit Yeah, yeah. It would, it would be good
1: to have a, a mix up. Um okay, well, uh what about favorite food? Ooh, my favorite... okay. It's not really like a food. It's more like it, it's pomegranates. Like I it's not like a just like a normal food that you eat as like yeah. a lunch or dinner or whatever, but I just, I just love pomegranates. I could eat like three or four pomegranates in one sitting. It's, I don't know. It's a nice it's a, I like pomegranate. and pomegranate yeah. juice. Like, like back when I was living with my grandma, whenever I would get sick, we had like this pomegranate tree in our front yard. And whenever I'd get sick, my grandma would like take three or four down and fill up like a giant bowl of pomegranate seeds. And I just eat them the whole time while laying in bed. It was, you know. How many fake how many fake six were there? there must
0: have been a few mixed in um
1: no no as a as a kid in albania i was very reckless i loved going outside and just doing a bunch of stupid shit with my friends i did not like to stay inside so yeah you're no faking it yeah no even when i would be sick sometimes like i'd be mad that i had to stay in bed the whole time and I couldn't go out with my friends and stuff like that all right, very fair enough. Um,
0: I we got, a, we got a question about your setup. How much does it cost for your, your deal? Like your computer, what kind of PC? Give me some. Stuff.
1: Um, let's see. My computer is about two thousand dollars, I'd say. My monitor is probably another thousand, maybe. And then everything else, like miscellaneous stuff. Oh, my mic setup that's like five hundred dollars. Um, it's the same setup you have, actually, the same mic you have. And then just like random things like keyboards, mice, like webcams, lighting, probably another like 500, give or take. So around 4,000, like I've spent more on it, like over the time, because, you know, you upgrade parts, you throw some waves, some breaks, things like that. But overall, yeah, right now my setup is probably around four or five thousand dollars. Very nice. There you go. Ivan asking that. What up, Ivan? Ar- uh,
0: what do you think about what happened in the internet world in the next 10 years? Give me just kind of like a broad prediction, whether it's eSports or, you know, 10 years from now, it's hard. Is it going to be virtual reality? It's kind of hard to imagine what's going to happen. What's um, your, your prediction for the Matrix?
1: Honestly, I like, I have no idea because the landscape can just change just like that literally in an instant like all that needs to happen is just one big thing like back when like fortnite like you've heard of fortnite right Yeah, of course yeah Uh, everyone's heard of fortnite like that that changed the whole industry fortnite absolutely changed like the entire gaming world the entire internet culture it made video games cool like it made it cool to play video games and you know it's like things like that that can just happen out of nowhere and it's really impossible to predict what happens next, honestly. But I think I think gaming's going to get a lot bigger. I think sh- live streaming and YouTube and stuff like that, like it's going to grow exponentially and you're just going to be seeing a lot, you know, a lot of innovations, I guess to like keep up with that. I don't I don't I don't know. I've never really thought about like what's going to happen, but
0: yeah. Yeah, it's a, ten years is a long time. I mean, you see, I mean, also like look at COVID, right? Like that's like a one in a million or one yeah. in a whatever. It's that like yeah. a lifetime deal. This shit, you know, stuff happens, right? Things exactly. things change quickly, and and you got to pivot uh, for for
1: sure. And you uh, literally never know what's gonna happen.
0: Yeah, yep, that's absolutely right. Which poker format do you like the most? Do you play any PLO short deck or are you no limit? Hold'em? Um,
1: I mostly no limit hold'em, but I've dabbled in PLO a lot. I've not, not a lot, but every now and then i just like it because there's just, like there's just so much more action like it's like hold them it can get kind of boring at times it's just like a fold-a-thon you're just folding hand after hand after hand but plo it's you know you play a lot more hands or at least i do probably not the best way to play i don't really play plo to make money i just play for fun right. and there's just a lot of action and that's like that's what i love about poker
0: uh what uh what what stakes do you like plo what do you generally play or do you play tournaments
1: i i i no not really tournaments i try to keep plo like not anything big because i'm i'm terrible at it and most time i do lose when i play it so i don't really go above like one two Mm -hmm. that's like that's the highest i'll ever play and even that like it's kind of like whenever i'm feeling wild or if i had like a big win or something for sure
0: and have (laughs) you ever have you ever uh um have you ever played a tournament live do you ever go play live poker
1: no i like i started playing poker right when the pandemic started so and all the casinos in california are closed so i haven't really like i've gotten a chance to play live but that's like the, my number one thing after all this is over like i'm really excited to go play live um that's uh yeah live, live well
0: i don't know when the next stuff's really going to be i know they actually wpt heart they just help like the the they, there's that billion 1.5 billion dollar Hotel in South Florida. Jesus! Um, oh, I has, you're gonna say
1: 1.5 billion dollar tournament? I was gonna uh, say,
0: no, no. The trust is <laughs> kind of crazy. They had the million dollar. Uh,
1: yeah, the million dollar. House. Yeah, I watched the highlights of that a while yeah, ago. Doing, doing
0: commentary on that, not playing it, but uh, that that's a uh, you a know dollar that's dollar. a big one. And what, But Jesus. but this hotel opened back up, and it looks like they they starting to be a little bit of signs of of series uh going on so you know it's uh hopefully things get back to normal you have to come out to one of the the party poker stops and then come check it out and and play one of those those events we'll we'll get get something set up i I got a feeling we're gonna we're gonna find something cool for you
1: Yeah, i I, like i really i really want to go to like these live events and stuff like that and just start like meeting people in the poker world so that i can just become a more of a part of it i guess more involved in it
0: I mean, to be fair, the poker community is very welcoming. Yeah, no, I've I've noticed
1: that it's like, it's, I've been in a lot of communities, like as a a streamer, you kind of have to have your foot in a lot of communities and poker has honestly been one of like, one of the most welcoming, one of the like friendliest communities I've ever been in. Like everyone, like people want to help you. People aren't like just looking out for themselves kind of thing. I mean, some people are obviously, but there's a lot of good, genuine people
0: there is and there's oh, yeah i mean it's uh, it's one of those things there's 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 good and there's great people the thing is like i think in poker there's it, either like there's a great great people and then there's like really some bad people right yeah so, i say, mean it's gambling and at God, the end dude, of
1: the day gambling's right. going to attract some like some degenerates so yeah. you know that that comes with territory
0: Yes absolutely.
1: um let me see
0: here one hundred thieves what does it mean? good question there from uh really what's cracking I like it what is that what is that what's the name behind that mean?
1: um the way Nate Shot, the CEO explained it is basically in this like you know in this industry, no one's ever gonna really give you anything. you have to kind of like go in and take it yourself, steal it basically so you know like a hundred thieves we like we we don't wait. For someone to give us something, we go in and take it ourselves, steal it ourselves if we have to. I
0: like um, it. Does a does hundred mean like a hundred percent or is it a hundred per streamer? Like uh, is it capped a hundred, or do you know what that means in it? Uh oh, scratching your head. Come on, man. This yeah. I,
1: listen, it's I don't know. It I I think it does mean I, I can't say. I don't know. It was a while ago. We were when I when I heard the explanation behind it, I was kinda of drunk. So yeah. <laughs>
0: Very fair. That's fair. Well, I like it. I like the name. It's catchy. It's good. Yeah, no,
1: it's a, it's a nice name. Like it's like for branding and everything. Their logo, all that. It's, it's dope. Yeah, and tell me
0: about Matthew Hogg, known as a uh, uh, Nate Shot. Give me a little bit more on him. Like how how much of it is him being the I like guess CEO or you know be, being a part of the like this this program, how much of that is just he was a world-class streamer and he segued? Or is he just, like you said, He met him at a bar. He kind of brought, is he just like a Wheeler dealer? He's got all the social skills and is he kind of like a hybrid? Explain what he, yeah, did, he, uh, what he does.
1: He, he's been in like the entertaining e industry for well over, like, I don't know, since he was a kid, like 15 years old or whatever. So now he's like 27. So he, like, he knows his way around. He was one of the, he, The way I describe him for gaming is he was the ninja of gaming back then. Mm -hmm. Like he he was the one that was like, no one was really making like esports content, like Call of Duty content and stuff like that and being successful at it. And then like he comes around and he starts doing YouTube, builds up a huge fan base and that in terms kind of built up the Call of Duty fan base. So the reason Call of Duty is so big is a lot. Due to him not like call of duty the game the game's always been huge but esports wise like a lot of it is because of him so when he retired from call of duty and then announced that he was making like an esports team everyone was like like everyone was supportive of it like everyone loved him he's a pioneer in the industry like you know he's just a good person overall and so when he announced that all of his fans basically became 100 thieves fans and yeah that's uh,
0: that's cool. So that was actually his name. Like, did he partner and come on with them, or is it was it? Did he make a hundred? Like, yeah. he,
1: cre- he created. He like went to the investors, got the yeah. funding, all that. Like, he was, you know, it's it's his, like, born and raised. Wow,
0: that's very, pretty. Dope. Very cool. Um, that's 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 awesome. He does still stream though some, right? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he he, like,
1: streamed, he actually streams a good bit during uh, before the pandemic. He, he didn't really stream as much just because. He was mostly at the compound all day, every day, just handling, like, I don't know, doing CEO stuff. But then after the pandemic, he's, you know, there's people aren't really going to the compound anymore because everything's closed. So he's been, he's had a lot more free time where he can stream. Very, very, yeah. cool. very cool. Yeah, um, he's a great streamer. That's awesome.
0: And and what do you, what what do you believe makes uh, a great streamer? What are some attributes that you think, you know, that that's makes people stand out from some of the others and makes a great streamer from a good streamer?
1: Um... One of the biggest things that I can say that I've seen from other big streamers or even from like myself, I don't consider myself a big streamer, but like I'm doing pretty well. One of the biggest things that you need to have to like be a good streamer is to be able to laugh at yourself and to be okay with the fact that people are going to laugh at you and not with you sometimes, you know? Mm -hmm. Like you're there for entertainment. So if you're worried that, if you're worried about looking stupid or you know doing or saying something stupid or people like making fun of you that's always going to be like a huge wall that's going to prevent you from growing a lot but once you break through that like you know you just make better content cuz you're not really you're not really scared of what people think you just kind of do what you want to do what you find funny what you enjoy and then you'll find other people that enjoy that as well but like for example if you look at any big streamer xqc Courage JD, you know, Nick Merckx, like any of these people, none of them are scared to like laugh at themselves. They know who they are. Like they're, they're okay with people right. making they're jokes. about them right? They're vulnerable. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like I'm the best. God knows. Exactly. Hey, exactly. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a good streamer. I'm, I'm a good player, but I, I'm yep. better and I make mistakes. And yep. you know, let's learn together that type of attitude. I think that's exactly. really powerful. Cause um, like, like for
1: me, one of my favorite traits in people is when they can make self-deprecating humor. Cause that just kind of shows that like, they don't think they're all that, you know, like they're people like that tend to be a lot more humble and genuine. So, you know, I just, I enjoy watching streamers like that. And I feel like other people do too. Right. Yeah. It's uh, it's definitely powerful. Who are, I mean, mentioned some names already. Who do you think are the
0: most entertaining content creators slash streamers out there? Is that basically the list? Um,
1: I'd say XQC, uh, Ludwig, um
0: he's supposed to come on my show too i talked to him really? about, I, I, I yeah i met him or i mean I, I didn't meet him i was just talking with him uh via instagram and, and uh i i actually yeah i i know he does very he has a very 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 big stream no I, yeah
1: he's he's like he's grown an insane amount i found out about him actually in like i think like 2019 like mid-2019 one of my viewers he was like oh you like you remind me okay not remind me but like he like he mentioned something about ludwig like oh you and ludwig do this the same or something like that and i was like oh i'm gonna check him out and then you know he was just a really good streamer i've been watching him since then but yeah and then i guess courage jd i'd say is up there i haven't really been watching as much of him since he went to youtube but you know like he's still a very entertaining streamer
0: and 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 talk to me about what that that means to go to youtube because you get partnered on and now it looks like there there's some uh the you know you can stream on youtube some people do multiple streams they don't they're not partnered and they stream like simultaneously yeah there's yeah a thing called uh, lula or something You heard of that where you can like stream like three or four different things youtube twitch the same uh, uh, i've heard
1: of a program like that but i don't know if it was you know, that
0: something like that but like anyway like yeah. what are the benefits to you and, and is that something more common because youtube's like making a play at getting people and then there was the, the network microsoft did mm-hmm. called that failed i think right It just Mixer, like, yeah Yeah, what happened with that? I didn't love that name. Um,
1: Honestly, it's, you know, like YouTube and Twitch are the only big contenders in streaming right now. Mixer, like, tried to keep up. They gave Ninja, like, I think, like $50 million to go stream on their platform, and they gave Shroud something around the same. And then, you know, they expected people to, like, follow these streamers. They were the biggest streamers at the time, and they thought, like, getting them on would just bring everyone there, and that just didn't happen and you know they shut down but in my opinion personally i don't think streaming to multiple sites at the same time is a good idea like i i don't think streaming to twitch youtube and you know facebook whatever else like simultaneously i feel like that hinders your content a little bit because if i'm a viewer or wait are you like are you doing that right now like are you streaming on twitch no i just do twitch only yeah okay all right so if I'm a viewer and I'm watching a Twitch stream and then you read out a comment from the YouTube chat and you start having a whole conversation about that comment and everything like that, I have no idea what's going on in that conversation as a Twitch viewer because it's coming from YouTube. So if I feel left out of the conversation, I'm going to leave that stream. And then when you're like when you're trying to keep up with all these different chats and all these different things at the same time, you can't really like be right. yourself and be entertaining. So I don't know. I just... Like there's yeah. definitely people that have found success doing that, but that's how I personally see it. Yeah. It seems kind of crazy. I'm looking
0: here. I mean, Ninja, I just searched him. Mean, it looks like maybe he's not on that long, but you know, his numbers are, it seemed like probably down a lot from the peak. Do you think people, was there backlash from leaving and coming back? Do people really care? Um, perceived as there. I mean, obviously he's got to take that money, right? You get, 50 yeah,
1: no, I think, I don't think any realistically, if you're mad at Ninja for taking a deal like that, $50 million for one year, to stream for one year tell me any sane person that would say no to that deal right Right. like no one but part of the big reason like why his numbers aren't as high anymore is just because he came up on fortnite like he was like the father of fortnite like the fortnite streamer Mm -hmm. and fortnite's kind of died out he kind of got bored of it stopped playing and before when he was at his peak his content it was catered to like children and stuff like that where he was just kind of you know just doing what he could to like keep kids entertained and that's not like the kind of streamer that he is or that he enjoys being like because i've been watching ninja like for as long as i can remember he was one of the first streamers i watched back in h1z1 like 2015 2014 2016 something like that so like i know like the kind of streamer he actually is and now that the fortnite craze is like dead and he's made all his money you know, he's just kind of gone back to like the old him, and right. I personally find him a lot more enjoyable now. But you know, it's not really something that kids will watch, so that's kind of why his numbers are down a little bit. But you know, like still eight thousand viewers right thirty minutes after you start a stream, like that's still that's still insane. Like that's an absurd number. Right?
0: Exactly. It's all perspective. I'm actually looking at yeah. so Castro, who you know I, I chat with. I mean, this is crazy. He's got a hundred thousand yeah. people on right now. I've never seen him have anywhere. Close to this, and he's doing so. He's actually breaking, looks like sports cards go figure, like, trying, which I didn't know he was even into. Um, but it's uh, it's pretty pretty insane. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's uh, he's, he's really broken open the FIFA uh. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's powerful. You no, yeah, bigger uh, than the Michigan. It's like Michigan football stadium <laughs> or biggest, filling the biggest stadium in the country. Uh, you know, two and a half times, three times, some a lot of NBA stadiums on a on a Twitch stream and no overhead. That's the craziest thing. Yeah, right? it's there's no employees. There's no staff. There's no park. You're like there's insane. no the fences. You're just fucking one guy. I mean, it's crazy to see. Are you, are you familiar insane. with Castro?
1: Uh, yeah, I've met Castro a few times. I, you know, we're good friends. I wouldn't say good friends, but you know, we're friends and he's honestly i've met a lot of streamers and youtubers since i've been in l.a and castro is easily one of the like best kindest most genuine people i have ever met like we met at the uno tournament that i was telling you about the five hundred thousand dollar uno tournament and me and him we were just like drinking together just having a good time he won so here's what happened at the end of the tournament it was me and my other friends like the mob versus castro and first place got 125000 second place got 75000 and we lost to him we got second place and he was like he was more hurt about it than we were like he was he was sad that he won and took the win away from us kind of thing cuz like you know, he's a big streamer. We aren't, you know, that big. He wanted us to have the money and like the recognition from it because he knows how much it would have helped, kind of thing. So I don't know. And then that day, he like came over to our house. We hung out, and you know, like that just that just shows you like how like he's he's a good person. There's not many people that are like that, and there's definitely not a lot of streamers that are like that. So yeah, yeah I love uh, Cash. I, I wish nothing but success
0: for him. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, he's. I mean, that's. I. I I'm wondering why. Like, it's. It's strange to me that the Like the the. Because I see his numbers. He usually gets like 20k or something to get 100 yeah. here.
1: Like, is it really the sports card? Like, what's going I, on? I, I don't know. I didn't like. I didn't really think sports cards. Like, he's always been like the main FIFA guy. But like, I did not think people cared about sports cards this much i oh, mean i guess you, you whole, have no
0: whole idea card, how wild it is. I'm yeah, so- no, like,
1: I, I know there's people that like are really passionate about it and collect it but i didn't think like this many people were interested in it kind of thing i,
0: I mean i'll just tell like i, I don't want to i mean i've spent uh i talk a lot about this now because i've gotten really in, into it but like for example a jordan 9 rookie card like was 5500 and mm-hmm. in in uh summer of 2018 I, I picked up a couple and they uh they're at like 38,000 now they just sold the other day oh, nine, for nine a 10 was 30k two years ago it, it went for 240,000 right now so like yeah the last two years i mean and Got soccer it. i think soccer is like a, a
1: ridiculously good buy right now because um you know uh oh wait wait um okay i just saw a comment in your chat that kind of explains it jrag you just said there's a big event fifa right now team of the year so that's that's probably why Team of the Year is where they release, like, the best players on FIFA mm-hmm. to, like, for people to, like, buy and unlock and stuff. So a lot of people are probably in there for that. I don't know what these, like, the actual cards have to do with that, though. Maybe they did some sort of thing where... You can, like, unlock yeah. these people in the game. So through your game.
0: Diego Maradona right there. Oh, Signed, okay. Is that a sign, Diego Maradona? Yeah, so, I mean, I yeah, think... That, yeah, that's,
1: that's insane. Jesus. That's got to be a ridiculously... Exp- uh, no, for sure. Look at the chat. They're going crazy. <laughs> um, Jesus, that's insane.
0: That's, that's honestly... that an expensive card. Uh, yeah. I, I, I know that. I mean, he obviously passed away. Um, yeah that was
1: that was sad
0: yeah um just um uh, trying to see that wow so yeah right. maybe
1: well, like maybe they're I, doing- I just, I
0: just literally it's funny because i mentioned him earlier and he's just he's uh <laughs> he's like you know the the fact that he's um <clears throat> that he's uh it's just crazy that he's actually doing sports I never I did not see that uh he was in that so anyway oh, I, sure, sports sure. cards it's a whole nother topic I'm just telling you you may uh you may you may you may you may want to take a look i'm telling you it's the next uh, i think it's the next the next deal
1: you know it's i'll, the next, no, I'll uh, definitely check it out like i didn't think it was like that big or that huge i know yeah. like, pokemon cards people were going crazy for them, like yeah. over the last like three months so i mean it makes sense that like football cards or soccer cards whatever you want to call them would go crazy yeah and i and i um the <sighs>
0: it's 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 uh it's just i i don't i don't even i again i I can go down a rabbit hole on this so i don't even want to uh go go there because i'll just tell you take it seriously check it out there's actually my buddy has a place they have a brick and mortar have you heard of that coffee breakers in la Uh, no they open the live store it's like steve aoki dan fleshman they got like a store where they have they have all the merch they have uh uh, wait
1: Dan, dan fleshman where have i heard that name
0: he does like a hundred million CEO thing, like a program, and he's he's on all over social media. Like oh, yeah. you, you, you might. Uh,
1: I've probably just seen him somewhere around.
0: Um, but yeah, he's you know you you know uh, Sean from Jersey Champs, Sean Kelly no no i gotta you're in you're right in the hub of like i know so many interesting kind of uh different little industries out there we'll have to we'll have to talk afterward and get you connected oh, with some sure. guys out there for sure. um, great area um all right well let's uh let's get back some questions because yeah. we we've got some good ones here what's your favorite hand in poker besides aces obviously what what's a hand you like to see it's just like fun you just i love it.
1: i love, uh, i think i don't know why but i just love playing eight four suited that's that's like my favorite like personal hand.
0: So I not the year you were born, so any any numbers at the numbers you like or just seems to be um, normal, just a random one. It just
1: whenever I play with my friends and we're in one of those moods where we're just like throwing money around and we don't really care, and like whenever I play that hand, it just always wins. That, that like that's my saying, like eight four suited always wins. Because uh, it it yeah. somehow does. It's I whenever I play it, I either flop trips or hit some sort of like weird straight or a flush. It just, I don't know what it is. It's the poker gods blessing me, I guess, for having faith in them. But it just always hits. That's I don't a, play in like tournaments and stuff, though, only with my friends though.
0: But yeah. yeah that, that's, that's very interesting. I like Jack Suit. That was like one of the original hands. I just, same thing. I just felt like, it's obviously not a great. It's disconnected. Can't yeah. get straights. So it's like not a very good hand. It just. Yeah. Same thing. I feel like I made full houses and it would <laughs> just kind of come and it was a. It would just be a, a fun, a fun hand to hit. So yeah, everyone's it, got their own.
1: Um, exactly. Whenever we first started, I believe it was Jack Seven suited. Like that was the hand. Like if we ever got that, that was like we were always playing that hand. Yeah,
0: that makes more <laughs> sense too, because that's like uh that is got connectivity where you could flop a straight. You know, Jack Four suited Yeah the straights just kind of a
1: yeah um, i mean on, honestly we weren't even thinking about it like that it was just like oh look jack jackson yeah, yeah.
0: i love it i love it uh so this is a little more serious question are you happy with your job and lifestyle we kind of covered this but i guess want to hit this one more time because you know wreckful who actually i played in a special yeah, stream, a yeah. stream event in vegas at the aria did the commentary for mm-hmm. man he seemed like a very upbeat guy you know he has a huge following uh <laughs> committed suicide in this past year yeah, um, that was I tragic. Even, like put some tweets out right before and it was very heavy, but you see you've heard like there are, you know, again, the the burnout is real. Twitch, mm-hmm. there's people on a computer, it can be lonely. Um, you know, my dad even was making some notes and was like, "Man, like he was like, it, it just seems like this is like this type of li-, like in general gaming lifestyle can be very lonely and 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 hard. Yeah. What, what are what are some uh I, I mentioned this earlier, we talked about a bit, but give me a little more like how, what are there other are other are groups for this are there stuff you, are there things that you try to limit to not do and have you found yourself kind of in a big funk you said you just took a break for a bit as well but like yeah. how do you sort of cope with this? um in my, my
1: like my my break mostly has to do with there's just a lot of like big decisions on my mind right now a lot of big important like things that i got to do that are going to happen very soon and it's just it's really stressing me out and I'm a very open and honest person with my stream, but these are the things that like, I can't really talk to them about yet. So like, it just feels uncomfortable for me to go live and not be able to talk to them about this stuff. It feels kind of like I'm lying to them in a way, Mm -hmm. but yeah, no, the, the streamer lifestyle, it's, it's a horrible lifestyle. Like, honestly, it's just, it's not like, it's not healthy for you. It's not good at all. And that's, That's why you have to have like a real passion and really love streaming to make it work. Because if you're just doing it to make money or because you want fame or whatever, and let's say eventually you do get that money or that fame. Now what, like, what are you streaming for now? Like you're not, you're not going to enjoy yourself doing it because you already got, you already achieved your goal with it. And now you're just kind of like going through the motions and trying to, you know, recapture the lightning in the bottle sort of thing and it's just like it's gonna wreak havoc on your mental health but you know it's like it's one of those things where you have to sacrifice your mental health for a little bit to get to where you want to be and then you know you just kind of after after i don't i don't really know like i like the lifestyle itself like think about think about what you do as a streamer you like sit there for eight hours every day and live stream You don't go out, you don't make friends in the real world, you barely see your family or talk to them. And, you know, you're very isolated from the real world. And like, it's not a problem when you're fully immersed into the internet, but then as soon as you come out of that immersion for a little bit, whether, you know, there's no good games to play or I don't know, something took you out of it for a little bit, like you're gonna realize like, holy shit, my life is, you know, pretty sad kind of thing. I don't know yeah
0: it's 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 very tricky yeah Um, it's tricky because it's so it's similar to a lot of things you know like uh actually so my my roommate one of my best friends for for you know over uh it's going on 15 years michael phelps Mm -hmm. the swimmer i'm sure you you know him yeah i live with him for seven years are you serious yeah but i mean he's like the, the poster boy for for mental health, like he yeah yeah, and he's gone. You know, it's hard. And, and, and Olympians, I didn't realize this, but you know, they have some of the most uh, the most depressed because like they train their whole life, yeah, four years for like one you know one, one event, yeah, thing. You know, you you don't medal, you don't make it. You do medal, you win, you hit the highest, yeah. and then yeah. what? Like now you're back, and like it's hard to get back to those things. So it's similar to streaming. You know, you become a ninja you hit you get 100 yeah. thieves you become a sponsored streamer it's all great but then you're kind of almost like in it, it can feel like a trap because like, a like all right i made it to this level i gotta do this or i'm gonna fall off or oh my and there's it's such a numbers dominated thing like same thing with instagram i put a tweet out or a thing how many people like it is engagement there and it's like kind of like a a, a endorphin yeah. like, more yeah. like i get this thing and you know, it's, 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 it's tricky. And then I think like, ultimately what I found that works uh, is balance. Like I like to come on do like a couple of weeks and do stuff. But then if I, you know, then other areas of life, you know, I got a wife and kid, I've got
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Responsibilities and you kind of like balance. I think that's the ultimate word in life is, mm-hmm. uh, is, 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 but it's easier said than done. And I think in streaming, you got to be really careful because if you're not regimented, you have a schedule, you have a plan yeah. and you're realistic, you can easily get caught in a, uh, in a complete kind of, kind of bizarre. Kinda Four- work
1: for sure and, and what you said about balance like that's one of the biggest reasons why i don't like living in la and why i'm looking to move back home with my family is just because when you move to la to like pursue a like a career as a content creator you're it's not like it's not just a career now it's your entire life right like, i'm living with three other streamers all of my friends, all the people I know, they're all streamers or YouTubers or something in like the entertainment industry and you can never escape it. Like there's nothing you can do where you can like like get into a space where you just don't think about it anymore. So you're just constantly thinking about it and it's so draining. I like I I personally just want to move back home so I can be with family so I can have that sort of balance where you know I can talk to people that don't really know anything about any of this, and just kind of like live a semi like a normal life in a, in a sense. Right,
0: makes so, yeah. makes makes a lot of sense. And and uh, I mean, so you kind of you tried this house idea with these guys, and and when I actually did a mm-hmm. stream house with uh, three others, Matt Staples, Jamie Staples, Kevin Martin, we went to Montreal, oh, yeah. did like yeah. a long stream house. It was a lot of fun, but it's a bit you know it's pretty intense too. And and there is kind of nice to have your own space. And yeah, again, I think it's cool to try stuff, do different things, see what works, and and ultimately. Um, do do what works for you. So you know that's cool, man. I, I got like I said, I got a studio built for podcasts at my parents' yeah. house in Michigan. And once now the poker part, you know, it looks like it's going to be legal in Michigan, so I'll maybe do some streams. But yeah, it's cool to have kind of options and, and and bounce around and, and take some breaks. So yeah, man, I think we're really aligned on a lot of stuff. So it's good to hear that you're thinking about it and actively because yeah. you know, I've done it myself. I've done it too, and I got stuff pending, personal things or. Sit, whatever it is if something's heavy and weighing on you it's on your mind and you're like having to deal with texts and and situations. Yep. Yep. it's not easy to just go and stream and be like every like you just cause so, can't you're like so. you're like not I, there and it's it's tricky
1: i you know I don't, I don't like to like hide my emotions if like i'm if i'm feeling bad or if i'm like depressed or whatever i'm not like i don't it feels fake to like go on stream and then put on a smile and act like everything's fine you know exactly. but and, I, and honestly like i feel like that's like one of the things that's holding me back from growing and just you know getting bigger and bigger and like doing this more consistently like if i was you know if i manned up a little and like all right fuck that shit like i'm gonna go on stream and just you know be happy and entertain people like i'd probably be streaming a lot more and i'd be growing a lot more and i'd be making a buttload of money but i just wouldn't be happy personally and yeah i'm not happy then what's the point
0: you know, I'm, I've been streaming for five years, let's call it four or five years. So I'm 34, a little bit later for kind of like a gamer streamer type, deal. Yeah. But you know, looking at it to be 22 and to have an 80,000 following and have a deal and stuff at 22 years old. It's pretty cool, man. Cause like, you know, you're still young. You don't have, you don't have, a, you don't have kids yet. You don't have, looks. you know, you're just at a time in your life where you can really experiment, do stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of hard to, to, you know, for, to, to, to go at it if you're in your thirties or. You know, like you're not gonna see many 40 year old streamers just pop up and start streaming. But uh you know, no
1: that that's true, but you kind of like you're you're already in it. Like if you age is okay, it's one thing to just start off fresh when you're like in your 30s. That's probably not the best idea because there's probably a lot, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of other things that you can do. But if you're already in it, if you're already in an industry where you're kind of your own boss, which you know you are, it's age doesn't really matter that much. You know, right. whether you're 30 or 20 or 40 or whatever, like, you can still do it. Like, you make money doing other things, whether it's playing poker or whatever whatever you do to make money. Like, that's the thing that frees you to be able to do it. That's why you don't see a lot of old people. I said old people, but you know what I mean? Like, older people in it. We'll say, like, it's- 35. Don't say that's old. Uh, it's, it's not. It's not. But mm-hmm. what do you call it? It's like, as a 30-year-old let's say you just want to start streaming out of nowhere like all of a sudden it's going to take you at least five years to build up like a small following do you really have the time at 30 years old to like do all that to gain for nothing really right you can't you probably have a family you gotta you know put food on the table stuff like that but when you're in your position where you already i don't i don't really know your position that well so if i'm like speaking out of my no ass. For yeah. No, I don't yeah like when you're, when you're in your position where you kind of already established yourself in an industry already and you already have some sort of following, it's a lot easier to like do it. Right.
0: Yeah. No, I, I, I would agree with that. I mean, that's the problem though. Like again, when, I started five years ago. I wasn't married yet. I was in a serious relationship, but I didn't have a son. I didn't have kids. So it's like, if you have a family, just like anything, yeah. though, or poker, for example, if you like, oh, I want to try poker. When you're at your age, you can do some study and you can experiment, exactly. you can mess yeah. around. There's not really, but like if, you, if you're 30 or 40 and you have a family and yeah. now you're like going to risk some money and try something new, it's I, like there's I a lot more.
1: I could lose $5,000 in poker and it'll hurt. It'll sting a little bit. But I know like it's not the end of the world kind of thing. But if I had like a wife and two kids to feed or something and I lost $5,000 in one day or one month, like that's that's going to be devastating. Right. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Uh, exactly right. Uh, what about sports? Do you play any sports? Um, I used to play soccer until high school. And but right now, not really. No, no. I, I, I don't. It's, it's bad, but I don't get any sort of activity in me.
0: What, what was the uh, what was the first game you streamed ever that you turned on and
1: played? Um, H1Z1, I think. This was back in, like, 20... Do you know what H1Z1 is? Yeah, I remember it. Okay, yeah. It's the best Battle Royale game ever to come out, and no one can argue that. If they argue it, they didn't play it. But, yeah, I would just... Me and my friends would just grind it all day and every once in a while. This wasn't, like... I didn't, like, start streaming... At this time, like, I would stream once every, like, three or two months whenever I felt bored or whatever. My friends wanted me to stream. i just do it for them, get, like, two or three of them watching. But when I really started streaming like, actually took it serious, my first game was Fortnite. And at the time, I really did enjoy Fortnite. Like, I loved it. It was one of the best games when it came out. And, you know, it was fun.
0: And, and what, like, a guy like Ninja that kind of just is, I I mean, you could, I guess probably arguably or maybe the most notable streamer or, or biggest yeah. sport. I mean, it was or is, whatever, got the biggest deal. He was, you know, the face poster boy, still still has massive following. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what do you believe? Is it because, is it right place, right time? Is it that Fortnite was the most popular and he was the best streamer for Fortnite? What, what, is, what made him it, so popular?
1: Okay, Fortnite's popularity, when Fortnite first came out, it was in beta, like for about two weeks, and everyone hated it. Fortnite was a joke like no streamers were playing it nobody was really playing it my friends and i we started playing it we we got into it pretty early and then what do you call it ninja he at the time he was streaming i think battlegrounds or or yeah battlegrounds and he was like a i think he was getting like 2 to 5000 viewers at the time i could be wrong i'm not sure but he switched, like, he just dropped Battlegrounds and he just played Fortnite full-time. And for the first, like, two weeks, his viewership just plummeted. But then after that, when the game started getting more popular and stuff, he was the only streamer that was streaming it. So when everyone wanted to go watch it on Twitch, they were all going to Ninja. There There was literally no competition for him. And then when people started seeing, like, the crazy numbers he was getting, he was getting, like, 20, 30k viewers at the time. And keep in mind, back then, like, that was an insane amount that's like the equivalent of like 100k now so when everyone saw that that's when everyone started streaming it and as more people streamed it more people started watching it and then ninja was the number one so they all kind of funneled into his stream Wow. And then, yeah.
0: was that just good was that just him being uh going contrarian thinking ahead of the curve do you think he just believed the game I, was good or like how did he how was he able to just like do that take the hit go for it and gamble on like what he was doing. I mean, it just seems like such a wild play. To, yeah, to...
1: Ninja is a very smart guy, especially when it comes to video games and like, especially when it comes to content creation, how the internet works and how Twitch works. So I think he saw Fortnite as something completely innovative and that no other game had done before, which it was, but most people didn't see that. And then he realized that people would eventually catch on. So he just kind of you know, got to it early. And plus, I think he genuinely just enjoyed the game. Like, I think he just tried out the game and genuinely enjoyed it. Right. That's uh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, what uh? What's your favorite streamer? Right now, it's between XUC or Ludwig. XUC has been playing a lot of Rust, which I personally don't enjoy that much. And Ludwig has a little bit too, but not as much. So I'd probably say Ludwig right now.
0: What was the other name?
1: XUC. XUC. No, XQC. He's arguably the biggest streamer on Twitch right now. I'm trying to see XQC. Why is that not yeah. up for me? X. Oh, it's X Q C O W. Sorry, I forgot that part. Wait, let me. See. Yeah. It's Adam. Yeah. Right there. Right there. He <laughs> streams insane hours, like 12, 14 hours a day, every day. Like, he's just a really funny dude. He makes really good content. Interesting.
0: It is funny, man. Like, I guess it ultimately comes down to the personality and like what you're doing, right? Because it's yeah. like a lot of. It doesn't really matter what game you're playing necessarily. You gotta obviously have a game that people like or a thing that people like. But I mean, mm. I guess you go, to, you go to the category just chatting, right? And it's like that's uh, there's there's just like you know people in there. I mean, I, what is the like in just chatting? Are people literally like? Is it just people talking?
1: Yeah, Like that's that's honestly what I do for. Like, that's my favorite part of my streams when I just like just sit there full webcam and just, you know, talk to the chat like that's like that's when my chat. That's when my viewership's the highest. That's when that's honestly like the most enjoyable time for me on stream. Like, that's I don't know. It, it, it's weird because four years ago, if you sat on a stream with a full webcam and no gameplay, you got banned. Like Twitch literally banned you. It wasn't until like four years ago where they finally changed it to where you could like you didn't have to have a game for you to stream so yeah but yeah that's like that's that's really it people just sit there and just talk to the chat or they do something like i don't know cooking or anything like i've done streams where i've like built my bed frame on stream and stuff like that like just random stuff um yeah that's uh
0: that's interesting that's it very it's fascinating like it just really really is it's a fascinating world man twitch is i wonder what the value what do you think the value of of twitch is right now because um i bought for like a billion right yeah a
1: billion dollars like four years ago from amazon i'd say now with how much it's grown probably like three four billion i think they've like they've had insane growth in the last four years so probably maybe even more honestly Uh, i don't really know huh how much do you think it is now like three four billion easily yeah, I could I be way wrong. wrong. I don't I know. I think
0: it's probably more than that, but it's yeah, like it's it's done well. Like they got to steal mm-hmm. Amazon absolutely, no, for sure, for in sure. In it, um, let's do a couple more. I know we've already we hit two hours, man. I appreciate the time. Oh yeah, that's, that's fine. Dude, dude. I I, I, I love things. doing these kind of things. Like this is dope and uh yeah no thank you so much what what is uh we we, we actually did i ask you this before yeah yeah, did yeah, get it yeah, on stream? yeah yeah. i know we asked it i couldn't remember if it was on stream or on. yeah we
1: did it was on and
0: diego we already uh we covered that so you can scroll back But from uh being in drive through and and you know wendy's frosty play on that and and there you go uh what gives you the biggest drive to keep on streaming what's your big motivation
1: um i'd say like my community there's a lot of people that the, I don't know, this might sound like I have, like, some sort of hero complex or whatever, but I get a lot of messages from people that say, like, all oh, your streams, like, it's, they're the only things that have gotten me through this pandemic, and you always cheer me up when you stream, and, you know, like, whenever I'm having a bad day, you, like, make it make me feel better, and it's, like, it, it's it's stuff like that, where you have people that, like, rely on you, and you have people that actually care about you, and you don't want to, like, let those people down and you know like i I just enjoy talking to those people you know like it's it's fun whenever i'm streaming it feels like i'm just hanging out with like a good group of friends and we're all just joking around having fun and it's just a good time yeah you know.
0: I, i'll try you know so i've been i've been debating on something and I, I guess i want your opinion so i have an idea that like so basically i'm gonna be doing more like seasonal poker streams this year mm-hmm. i, I want to do more like intense, like three weeks to a month straight of streaming. Yeah. But then when I, when I do go back to the U S and when I'm in a place where I can't play party poker and I want to like still stream some stuff, that's like what I was thinking, like, do I want to start trying to stream FIFA, do I want to do some other stuff? But then I yeah. started thinking, like, I just don't know, excuse me, I don't know if it would work or not because like part of me would want to do like a stream where I call in with some top names in the game and they just basically chat about yeah. it and go like me review. Cause like, I, I want to personally get better and study at poker myself I just don't know. Like, I think when people think of Twitch, like in in poker, they want to see big buy-ins. They want to see, you know, action. They want to see bad beats. They want to see lucky. They want to see poker. So like, I don't know if I were to like do a consistent show, like two, three hours a day four days a week and i just kind of chat but i think it would depend a bit on the power of my guests and like what i'm also covering like if i started doing sports cards as well calling people in the thing kind of like a variety show like i just don't know if that would be interesting where someone would want to come talk to me hear me talk to some of the games best talk about hands there's like i don't know if that would actually have a like if it would be powerful enough where people would want to go there versus watching like real money you know
1: i i i personally like from my experience as a Twitch streamer, I think that would work. Because you have to remember that poker attracts all kinds of people. So, right. when, if someone's following you just because they, you know, they want to see the big buy ins, the bad beats, you know, the crazy all ins and stuff like that, just because like they like watching that, there's definitely other things that they're interested in too. Like you can enjoy FIFA and poker at the same time. So, if they right. see it, because from the like, I've gotten a few. I've gotten a few poker viewers now, like now that I've started streaming poker a little bit, like right. as I've noticed a couple of new names that came just from poker, but whenever I'm doing something else, whether it's just chatting or playing a game or whatever, I still see those names in the chat because there's a lot of poker streamers, but if they're watching you, they're not just watching you because you're playing poker. They're watching you because you're playing poker and they like your personality. So, you right. know, like, and, and that's the big thing.
0: And and I, and I think the big thing is again consistency. If like you knew yeah. that I have a review show at one p.m. Eastern exactly yep. every day. Yep. Like, and hey, oh, by the way, like I don't know how many people you know in poker, like names like Helmuth jungle. Yeah, game. no, no, you yeah. Know, yeah for and sure. are on the show as well, like talking, chatting. You yeah, don't yeah. have to really we don't have to review poker. Like I we could you know like I could call in, you could call in. We could talk about a hand or we could just talk a bit and like and now I'm like, hey, I'm reviewing a spot that was kind of interesting and show you a hand in PLO and say what do you think you would do? Like here and we talk about it. You know, that is I think it would be fun, but I
1: just don't I, know okay I, I I don't know why you feel like that won't work because yeah. like for po I'm I, when I was the stuff I was saying it was for like if you wanted to stream like FIFA or video games or whatever if you're gonna like if you're gonna be talking about poker with big names like that you can bet your ass people are definitely gonna watch that like if you get like youth or whoever on there and you start talking or maybe not even like that big but if you get someone that knows their poker and you're talking about poker or even other stuff like that's going to do numbers that's going to do really well on twitch right at least I, at least i think so
0: i think so too you know like because i i uh i just think like i'm trying to find a way to do more content when i'm not when i'm in the u.s and i can't mm-hmm. on, on party and i also like yeah. i think that i just know I, I don't know i just i'm just trying I, to think
1: i, of, I think, think that'd be a good way for you to balance it like between playing poker in the all right. like well, I'll you in and and not do some review study sessions i'm going to put you on my my hot my hot
0: list of like uh you know hey like i'll text you and say yo are you free call in or i might just call you and and put you on the All right
1: Um, i mean i'll probably have no idea what to do or say but i'm super down like
0: i say like we'll look at a plo (laughs) hand, you know and i'll just go to like a random part of my stream or something and be like hey like what do you think here what would you do and then Um, i'll see like what you know stuff like that that
1: would would be nice because it would like give people the perspective of like an amateur player like a beginner player and then you could like kind of break it down in a more professional way i think it'd be like actually a really good combination Cause yeah. how I would think about it is probably how the majority of your chat would think about it. And then you can hit me with the, like that was stupid as fuck. You played it completely wrong. And then explain why I played it wrong. So I think yeah. people would really watch that. I think people would enjoy doing that. I know I would watch that. Like if you did that, I would be in there. Well, I, I
0: love to hear that. And what, what do you, what would you suggest? though? would I do poker though, if I'm doing like poker coaching strategy and having poker guests, would you go in the poker category? Or do you think just chatting would make more sense? Cause I'm not actually playing poker really. And that's
1: um, like I'm
0: reviewing poker.
1: OK, I have a weird thing. Whenever I stream poker, I don't like going in the poker category because you know how it is when you stream poker. You get all these like chat pros, as Lex likes to call them or whatever, mm-hmm. that just hound you about every single hand, constantly tell you how you played wrong and you how you're stupid and don't know how to play poker and this and that. Right. And I just don't want to deal with that. I don't want to like at all. So I just stay in just chatting, but you, you're, you're actually a poker pro. You know what you're talking about. So I'd recommend going in the poker category where you can actually get like poker viewers. Right. Yeah. I think
0: it's a tricky one. I've never tried just chatting. I guess that's also probably a really competitive yeah, No.
1: It's easily one of the most competitive categories. So unless you like, if you're doing something that has like a specific in- interest, I definitely like recommend going in that category instead of just chatting. Yeah. Um uh interesting okay i'm I'm very interested
0: all right let's take a few more here and then listen you're gonna be coming on on uh on this show that we're gonna be oh, doing kind of soon here so we'll I would love you. whenever
1: whenever you need me for anything i'm free pretty much anytime so i love it man That's i appreciate it. that when, when when you was become a sponsored player
0: <laughs> when are you gonna become a sponsored player is that a, is that um, a, to be a sponsored poker guy
1: i i would love to get sponsored by like some a poker website like that like how you have party poker i i mean i don't really it has to be a website that i can play on like acr or whatever but yeah i i would love to like work with them or just anything in the poker industry because okay. i'm when it comes to sponsors i don't like taking sponsorships unless it's something that i actually like like or use so you know like i i, I don't know like i don't have i don't have any personal sponsors just because there's nothing that interesting that i really like that i would like want to advertise to my viewers right now but if a poker company came up to me and wanted to work i'd be so down
0: all right well we'll uh we definitely should should uh should talk about that uh again we'll talk about that Mm -hmm. Um, after how did you get into poker for the first time when did you start playing online poker who who introduced
1: um i when i well when i got into poker it was i think back in like 2016 2015 i found out that they like played poker on TV and I was just like randomly scrolling channels at night one time, like 3 a.m. or whatever. And I saw that they were in like a poker tourney. It was like a final table of, I don't know. It was some sort of WSOP event. And it was just like old broadcasts of old tournaments and stuff. And I was just like, I was hooked. I loved watching it. And then for two or three years, I would just like watch them play. I had no idea what was going on. Like I knew I learned the basic rules. Like which hands are better than which, but I knew like absolutely nothing. Like a guy would have like two, seven offsuit. And I'm like, why is he folding that kind of thing? So then after that, when the pandemic hit, my friends and I, we were just like staying in discord to like 4am every night. Cause none of us had anything to do. And we were like, Hey, we should play on prominent poker. Like we should just, you know, play like a $5 tournament or whatever. And then we kind of started, we had no idea what to do. we, played every hand. We went all in pretty much most of the time. It was just like, like very casual poker, like when you first get into poker kind of thing. But then we like, you know, we got more and more into poker. Like we wanted to get better and stuff like that. And we did get better over time. And then we started watching like YouTube videos on how to get better and stuff like that. And then we started raising the stakes a little bit from like five, 10 cent games to 20, 40, 15, 30 kind of thing. Right. And then it just kind of like, scaled from there and there was this one moment where see we would just play like for fun so i never really cared about winning like i never like tried to win i never like you know what i mean like i never like tried hard i just played for fun kind of thing Mm -hmm. and then there was this one night where my friend was like going through like how much everyone's like earned and how much they've lost and kind of stuff like that and i think i was down like a couple hundred dollars which at the time that was a lot because like I said we'd play like 15 30 cent blinds kind of thing cash games so they all started cooking me for that and that's when I I was like oh okay so we're not playing for fun anymore we're we're actually playing for money now and that's then fair. yeah and then I started taking it seriously and got better and then I just kind of like made a shit ton of money off them that's, so, that's and that and that like that's when I realized like I kind of have like a really good capacity to learn this game. And if I took it a little more serious, I could probably make like a lot more money and play at way higher stakes. And that's kind of what I did right right now, though. The biggest thing I'm struggling with is I don't know where I'm at, like what skill level I'm at as a poker player. Like I can play, I can play like one, two cash games and just crush them. I can play five, 10 and, Still do pretty well. I've done pretty well in it, but I don't really play it that much. And then I can play like tournaments and just bust out in one hand or make it high up in the cash or like high in the tournament kind of thing. But I don't really know where I should be, like which tournaments I should be playing, which cash games I should be sticking to, and just like where I'm at compared to other people in general. Right. I don't know. Right. I
0: I completely...
1: I I get it. It's hard. I'll tell you what, as a a professional,
0: it's hard as well, because I, you know, I see a lot of stuff where Mm -hmm. I'm not sure, too, because it's so there's so there is an element of luck and there's variance, right? You're familiar with that term. So like you could play tournaments for a year and not have a you could have a losing year and be a really good player. Or you Mm -hmm. could not be a good player. And you could bank a tournament, run hot, play, you know, a few spots, cooler people. And you could think you're, you're hot shit. And, and, you know, and, and it's a bit tricky. Right. So there yeah.
1: uh, is like, sorry to cut you off. but I just want to say is when when I first started playing tournaments, I like I thought I was good. I thought I was hot shit and I would do well in the tournaments like I'd have like good runs here and there. And then once I realized that once I actually started studying poker and I realized like, oh, wow, I have no idea what I'm actually doing. Like and this was last month, like a month or two ago. I realized like holy shit I actually need to study and get better. And since I have started studying and gotten a lot better, I've just been running into the worst variants I ever have in poker and you know, it's like it, I'll tell you I'll tell sucks. you a wild story.
0: I was a I, so the World Series of Poker since I was 21 I went every year, okay? So 34, I yeah. had Ten winning years in a row, profitable from playing mm-hmm. tournaments. Then I started a YouTube channel in 2017. Like during there, basically, I, I got—I actually sponsored by PokerStars. Uh, signed in 2017, I started a YouTube channel that summer and signed at the end of the year. At the end of the at the end of WSOP, yeah. like right at the WSOP WSOP main event, I had my first losing summer, and then the next summer I had my next losing summer in a row. After 10 years winning, yeah. I'm a much better player, much more experienced. But I started looking at it, and I was like what's different? What happened? I'm like, well, I'm doing a YouTube channel. I'm late to pretty much every event. I'm up all night. Like I'm doing, getting the video stuff, coming up with te- descriptions. So like it was all this extra work and I was not being as well prepared. I wasn't on time. Yeah. I wasn't there at the beginning. I wasn't yeah. focused. I'm on my video camera in between. Hand, so I was, a, I was a bit of a mess. And like, you know what, again, though, you have to be realistic in what you're doing. And so it's like, when I'm streaming, I know I'm giving up equity EV mm-hmm. when I'm, when I'm streaming, because I'm paying attention to the chat. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like exactly, exactly. you seven tables, it's fucking crazy. Like if you play two yeah. or four, it's probably a better number. Cause then you can see the chat. You can kind of watch the games. But yep. Like, I played 10, 12 on stream and it's like, it's like a chaotic. I'm just like, asking a question. I'm like a crazy person. So, you know, I, it's a, it's a fine line, but um, yeah. So I don't know. That's all it's all, but it's also when I do the YouTube videos, then it's like, like I said, it's kind of like, you're talking about, you're either the gamer. It's like a beast like yeah. or you're a content creator when you, and then you kind of get in like at a point where you're a hybrid because it's like, all right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. I'm also like able to play the game, but like, so I had to make a choice. I was like, all right, do I want to be, go to be like, try to be a world, world, world-class player, spend my time and effort on studying and learning, or do I want to be a, try to break into the content world and realize that there's only so much time and I'm not going to be able to do everything. So it's a fine line. You know, you gotta, you gotta, again, you gotta balance what you think is important and do a little everything and be realistic. Um, for no, sure. For
1: sure. For sure. Um, You're absolutely right. Would,
0: would you travel overseas to play? Uh, oh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, yeah. And in Albania I don't think it's legal. Do you know by playing online poker in Albania I would imagine it's not, but I don't know.
1: I I feel like it is. The Albania their laws are, you know, they're they're not very strict with many things, you know. But yeah, I feel like it, I feel like it is. I feel like it is. Right, Actually, no, 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 no. It is because I was watching Lex the other day. He was streaming and there was a guy with like an Albanian like flag logo on his profile thing so yeah, yeah.
0: possible he was if he had a flag as his avatar it doesn't mean he's from you saw it actually said yeah. albania it could just be a flag of like in the in the thing and he might be from there represent it you know Wait, does,
1: does that like, not show like like is the flag because everyone had a flag of like where they were from does that oh, not
0: oh, really like... in the oh in the in the yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah 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 that's right okay so yeah Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That, that is right. So yeah, it must be approved. So technically you could, you could like go, if you were ever in Albania, you could stream uh, on Poker somewhere and play, um, you know, play those games, but just a thought, just, you know, honestly
1: like one thing that I was thinking about is if poker becomes like really profitable for me and a huge part of my life or whatever, I would probably, cause we have an apartment in Albania that we just kind of like use like a vacation apartment or whatever and I feel like if, like, poker became, like, a really big thing for me and that was, like, my main thing, I'd probably just, like, go out there for three months at a time and then I can stream from there and I can play poker from there and then just whenever I'm bored, I can just come back. Uh, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Yes. that's. I mean, that. How, what's the flight to get to Albania? You fly LA direct or where do you have to go? Um, on, something, and uh, now...
1: You'd have to fly out of New York and then from New York either to Italy or Germany and then from one of those two to Albania it's overall i think it's like like 16 hours that's a that's a serious trip
0: yeah it's not flying there for a saturday or sunday you know yeah no no not
1: not something just casual you gotta really make it worth
0: what's your first big poker win um my first big poker score or like a cash game that you got hot in
1: okay oh okay yeah um so i was playing on ignition and ignition is like has some of the softest games I've ever played. Mm -hmm. And this was like a while, this was like four or five months ago. So like, I wasn't like really good or anything like that, but you know, I kind of knew what I was doing. And between poker and blackjack, I went on like an insane streak in a day where I made like $10,000. And that's honestly like the bankroll that I'm still using, like to this day to play poker. I, okay. It was actually, it was a little degenerate of me because I made 10 grand playing blackjack. I had like, I made like 500 bucks playing poker. And I was like, fuck it. I'm gonna go into blackjack with this. And then I turned that into 10 grand. And then I kept going and I lost like four or five grand. And I'm like, okay, I'm done with blackjack now. And then I went back into poker and started playing, I think it was 10, 20 or five, 10, one of those. And I just went on like an insane streak, made like four or five grand. So, you know, that's just kind of what I've been on since then. Very, very cool. Uh- but I'm not gonna lie. This last month, I have lost a lot of money.
0: Like, it happens. Listen, I've been on a downswing yeah. as well. It, it goes like it's it's very easy to uh, you know for it to for it to get uh, where you know it's again results oriented. It's hard to know if it, yeah like, yeah know, if you're playing bad or running bad
1: or maybe you're playing too many tables and not focusing. Mm-hmm. You know, no, but, it's it's one of those things where it just it's just honestly like bad variance like. Like, I don't want to use that as an excuse because, yes, there are some hands that I just play awfully. And I realize, like, as soon as it happens, like, oh, fuck, I should have done this instead. But for most of the time, you know, like, I'm playing solid. I'm building up a huge stack. You know, I'm not playing like a nit. Like, I'm not scared to, like, put my whole stack in there on a three barrel bluff or something like that. But I'm building, like, a huge stack. And then towards the middle of the tournament or, like, towards when, you know, late reg ends or whatever, It'll just be like some bullshit where I have like queens or kings and then I run into like aces or something. And then I just lose like 60% of my stack. Right. And I, like I, I feel like if I was a better player that I could probably get away with from some of those hands. But that's like my biggest thing right now is I'm not able to get away from stuff like that. And that's just what I got to get better at. Right. I don't know.
0: It's, uh, it's, 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 kinda, it's kind of a weird... It's it's a weird it's a weird thing, man. I'll tell you what, that's like the one of the hardest parts in poker is to to get honest feedback and understand how you're playing because so it's just so easy to justify a thing or yeah, cause like here's the problem in a tournament. Let's say you get knocked out of a tournament and you have Ace King and a guy's yeah. back, right? Yeah. It's easy to just say, I got unlucky, but that's not where the tournament was won and lost. You might only have 15 big blinds and that's <laughs> the last hand. But what about the hand where you paid off for most of your staff. Yeah,
1: exactly. Don't like yeah. those are the yeah. hands I'm that's talking about. Really exactly, yeah. Like, I what if I have, if i have, say eighty big blinds and I'm one of the chip leaders in the tournament and then I lose like thirty or forty? That's pretty much like where the tournament ended for me if I don't bring it back. You know, at least that's the way I see it.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's exact. I, I agree with that. Um, well, yeah, that's that's right. What what inspired you to stream? You you saw people doing it. You were in college, like what actually like? Um, um it was
1: honestly it was one of those things where I've always wanted to stream just because like it looked like a lot of fun I mean like you're playing video games with friends and people are watching like that just looked fun and then but I didn't have the money for a computer to stream and then in like 2016 late 2016 early 17 I ran into some money I was finally able to like build a computer it was a very shitty computer like could barely handle streaming most games and you know, like I, I've every time I played with my friends, like they're always like, dude, Frosty, like you should stream like you're funny. You would have like a good stream personality, this and that. And I never really believed them because I was always like, why would anyone like want to watch me play video games? Like I'm terrible at them. I don't really think I'm funny at all. So it's like, what reason would they have? And then, you know, one day I was like, all right, fuck it. Maybe they're right. Maybe I should start streaming. And I just kind of did. And it picked up from there. That's awesome. It, it,
0: it is funny man how life works right place right time or yeah. You know, like yeah. Random butterfly Absolutely. effect stuff. You, know, you can you can It's
1: uh, I I I owe it all to like luck. Honestly, like it I can't really give myself credit for being in the place that I'm at right now. It's mostly due to my friends and just pure luck.
0: Yeah, it's uh it's for sure. Um All right, well let's take uh well countries your favorite is that uh, is, it, is it USA is it Albania what are you uh,
1: I'd say Albania it's there's just it, it's very cheap there and there's not a lot of laws so you can kind of do whatever you want and yeah
0: uh we got a uh, from uh, Nem- nemesis seven here who uh i think <laughs> he's actually live in the chat right now that's <laughs> what genre do you follow the most besides k-pop joke joke haha this is something
1: this is with this. What, what is this uh, about um okay so when my whole thing on twitter is i like this is going to sound like weird and maybe psychopathic or whatever, but I, I like getting certain communities to like turn on me because it's just like funny. It's like my community versus their community. we like going at war or whatever. And, you know, like it's just funny, like they're insulting me kind of thing. My viewers are probably insulting them back. And it's just jokes for the most part. But I had this one tweet where I wasn't even trying to do this. This was just supposed to be like a funny tweet that I honestly thought like K-pop fans would find funny. And I tweeted out, this was like when coronavirus was first becoming like a really big thing, like in February or not February, like March or something. I tweeted out like, oh, if BTS got coronavirus, then the stands would find the cure in like one day. And it was supposed to be a joke about how like their stands or their fans are very dedicated and... They'll do anything for them, kind of thing. And they'll even cure coronavirus if they get it. And then a lot of them took it as me wishing coronavirus on them or even making it like a racial thing because they're like they're an Asian group. And at the time, like, you know, like Trump with the whole China virus bullshit. Like, so they thought it was like it had like racial hatred behind it or whatever. It didn't. I just picked them because they're the biggest, like, pop group in the world right now and they have the most dedicated fans but yeah that got into like a whole thing and that's pretty much it honestly yeah. like that yeah. like that's the, that's really it like we just got into like a whole community war it's kind of a stupid story honestly yeah <laughs> i, I
0: thought people know though look the people are out there asking questions about specifically um your tweets get a lot of engagement you do you feel like how often are you are you on twitter i see here you got a nice nice score score
1: uh, yeah that, the, that was cool. That was honestly like the best score I've gotten all month. My bad luck finally ended. I feel like I played really really well in that tourney. But yeah, it's um I'm pretty much on Twitter all day every day. Like is like Twitter's my main thing.
0: That yeah, it's uh it's a uh, it's pretty crazy they banned Trump, right? Or they they temporarily. I remember that, the odds, <laughs> it was 50 to 1 that they would kick him off at the beginning of his uh, presidency that you could you could 50 <laughs> to 1.
1: Would- you are really like gambling odds on everything, huh? Oh, you can yeah, bet. Just yeah. Bro, back in 2017, like during the summer of 2017, I was such a sports betting degenerate. That's how I made the money to buy a computer and like start streaming and stuff. My friends and I, we just like we'd put money on the NBA, NFL during the Super Bowl. We like, I think I put like over a thousand dollars on five different like prop bets where it was like how long the national anthem would last, the color of the Gatorade who tom brady would think first if he won right like random shit like that and it's crazy it's a federal level it's it's a federal level
0: now and it's uh it's everywhere man it's It's just fun, man. it's just you know it's just it's a good time with your friends it's it's very 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 cool all right well let's uh and when this tweet here uh you wrote sex is temporary gaming is forever this thing got a lot of a lot of a lot of uh engagement what what's up with that what does that mean to you
1: um you know like one of the hardest battles that gamers have to fight is are they going to game with the homies or are they going to spend time with their girlfriends, you mm-hmm. know? And like I said, sex, it's temporary. You know, it ends. It all comes to an end. Gaming, gaming is forever. Gaming is always there. Bros before. Exactly. It's, it's literally just a variation of that saying. Yes
0: yes oh, before yeah i get it all right well that's uh that that, that yeah, it looks like people were relating with that a lot of gamers people, out there people, really.
1: people love that one man i made i turned it people were asking me to turn it into like a flag like a banner and i did and so many like frat kids bought that it was it's insane <laughs> yeah, that's
0: uh, that's I love it, man. That's a, that's a great great thing. Well, listen, we got we had a lot of engagement here. This has been this has been a pleasure, and like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna be hitting you for call-ins at times. So be be on standby. I need your uh, Whatever, me to, me just hit me up. We're gonna have to upgrade the phone
1: number. You know, I'm gonna have to. Upgrade, yeah, I'm gonna, uh, uh, I saw you send me your phone number. I'll send you a text after this, so you can have mine. Awesome, and that did the. Uh, let's do this though. Let's make sure we. I got a nice yeah. little. I hope
0: this works because this is not my. Uh, main thing, but there is a retweet thing here. Let me get this tool out here. You ever, I don't know if you ever, this is a good thing to do for like giveaways and stuff. So it's yeah, Yo, what the is the guy? Is? Uh, this is, uh, let me see. I, I just copied the link. Let me put it in here. Make I'm sure looking you. for something like this. Yeah, it's, uh, I'll have to get you in touch with the guys. He's, uh, he's really, wait, good. is this, uh, DNP3s? Yeah, do you know? Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I'm cool with yep. him. Yep. So, uh, let's see if this works. I think it is going to work so this is for 55 dollar ticket again guys we're going Ooh. in yeah 55 man you know it can it can start it can probably a guy actually won 111 dollar ticket on my stream and he yeah. won like 19 grand and uh
1: jesus yeah
0: um he messed Bro. Up me. i gotta find i gotta find where yeah, all, it, all it takes is one good run i gotta, basically, I, gotta, I, gotta off, I gotta find man. it i gotta find it but I'll, anyway so here we go 55 i'm gonna let you tell me when to roll it right now we're okay. loading it up so, you are, you know, DMP3, man. That guy's really crushed it in that giveaway
1: He has absolutely been killing it. His Twitch is doing insane numbers. I, I just got a, um,
0: I just got, uh, he was actually on my podcast and I did like a 2K computer giveaway with him. I gave oh. uh, and did that for a nice, Jesus. Uh, and over Christmas. Yes. Yeah, so you could actually, it was 2000 cash or $2,500.
1: Yeah, bro. I always see his like computer giveaway. Like every time he does a giveaway like that, it just always hits trending, like number one trending. It's insane. It's crazy. So yeah, I did that. I think I'm gonna do a PS5 one with him too coming up. Yeah. That that'll be huge. That'll be even bigger than the PC
0: one because you can't even get a PS5. Yeah, that's exactly. So that's to be good. All right, I'm gonna let you tell me when and we're gonna we're gonna gonna roll it. I'm gonna give you a countdown, okay? Three, two, one, go. Boom. I'm sure we're running it. Someone's going to win a $55 oh, ticket here. Good
1: luck. Look at that. Goodie Poker. That, is, that name stuck out to me when I saw all the people that retweeted. Really? This Look at yeah. that. Yeah. That's powerful, like that, that was like the first name my eyes like landed on. Let's go. Oh,
0: I love it, man. That's beautiful. He's got the blueberries, good energy. Uh, speaking of energy and stuff, do you do meditation? Do you have a routine? Do you go to the gym? Do you have like a daily uh, ritual, or do you just let it let it ride? I
1: don't. I don't. I I worked out. I need to start working out again, but I I started working out like two months ago. Stopped in December, and I need to get back into it. But yeah, I don't really do any of that, meditating and stuff like that. I probably should though. It probably helped me out a lot.
0: It can't hurt, right? It's one of those things i i could all we could all do better but um listen man this has been a true treat i, I feel like i've learned about gaming 100 thieves i've, I've yeah. learned a lot of stuff and and uh really I'm, I'm glad that you came on i'm also glad you play poker and it looks like you're you're diving more into those streets so yeah man, no I, I appreciate it and uh you know let's uh let's stay connected and and uh hope to have you on for, oh, some for sure Use Discord, Thank you.
1: like what to use discord yeah, I do. I'll, I'll DM it to you. Yeah, that's a good way to do like
0: call-ins while yeah, for sure. and stuff. So,
1: but yeah, like, thank you so much for having me on this. It was like, I had a really good time. Like I don't really talk to many people about any of this stuff. So like, it was nice to talk about poker and Twitch and everything like that. And if you ever need me for anything, like I said, just hit me up and I'd be more than happy to do it. Awesome. Man. Yeah. Well,
0: again, thank you. Thank you so much. So we, I, again, I, I hope I don't pronounce it wrong, but Aaron Puka. Yeah, oh, no, you pronounce
1: Is that right? yeah you're people always butcher it but you actually said are good
0: all right cool so yeah known as frosty online guys give him a follow youtube uh hey. twitch all the good stuff actually the one thing we just to, on the way out here i didn't show your youtube and i see you do have a channel how much are you do you do your own videos are they clips like what is this um, of? most of them
1: are twitch clips there's a couple of vlogs in there i guess but honestly i'm not like really that big on youtube I just kind of I don't know. Whenever whenever there's something to upload, I upload. I don't really like make content specifically for YouTube. That's fine. For sure. All right. Well, give him a follow
0: on Twitch, Instagram. And t- it's, f- it's fair to say Twitter's your main, that's yeah, what the yeah, most year, sure. you're very active on. So again, thank you so much, man. Have a great day. And we'll uh, we'll be talking some poker in life uh, coming up on, on this uh, this show, I guess. I don't know. So I got ideas to see if it goes through. If it, if it does very well, we'll be able to look back. Because honestly, I'm going back and forth on whether I think it's going to be a success. But either way. It's like
1: I, I, I be, personally think it will. As a Twitch streamer, that's my opinion. But I'm excited to see how it goes. I'm excited to like be a small part of it. So awesome. thank you again. I appreciate it. All, All right, 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 guys. So
0: again, okay. win 15 in the books and Frosty's going to ride off and we'll see him All soon. Right. And okay. we'll have uh, some more podcast schedules. should be doing two or three a week over the next few months. So I'm excited about that. We're going to, going to be really growing that and uh, really, really good time there with Aaron Puka coming in, man, frosty dropping knowledge, hundred thieves, uh, the mob as well He's a part of for um, gaming and, and knows his stuff. So I really learned a lot and I appreciate you guys coming in and I am actually planning to stream Later today, I need a little food, a little break. There's a $2,600 buying, $8 million guaranteed. And also, I got to run by an idea. I want you guys to let me know what you think about this kind of review show, studying, kind of plugging hands and, and do some stuff where I think you guys will really like it. And we'll have some, uh, some guests involved. And then that's going to start next week, I believe, for, for you as well. So thank you so much. Cheers. And hope you enjoyed it. And um, I'll see you guys soon. Thanks for listening to this episode. It was brought to you in partnership with Party Poker. Go to PartyPoker.com to play tournaments, cash games, and improve your poker game. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to hear all of my future episodes.